for for the first time ever. Ever. No, not ever. I've done it before. You, Instead you of twop? having asked across, tell me the oh. twelve. I had fallout to it. <laughs> good, good. And and, and what, what what was your experience with with hearing a different person tell you so what you were going to be doing? PvP. He wasn't excited about it. He was just very informative, which is fine. Asked across has this energy about him. Though. It was like, oh my god. Did you see PvP? It's just I don't know. He's he's got this that, energy. I enjoy. I tell you, that was the best Astacross impression I ever heard. I think we've got Astacross on the show by that impression. Have <laughs> you really been Astacross all this time? And uh, is it? I, I I'm not found it. And you're not Astacross. <laughs> yes, I am not Astacross. <laughs> and you're not Anders. Parody is not Datto. He's nope. not Dado. <laughs> I've I mean, seen Dado's house and Dado. wife and cars. I don't think Charity would be doing a podcast <laughs> if he had any one of those three things. I have a wife, a house, and a car. You don't have Dado's house, wife, and car. To your knowledge. <laughs> not, until the plan, not until the plan comes together. Danielle, are you in the background hiding somewhere? Blue Danielle! Blue team set. Anyway, sorry. Um. Abashi and welcome to Two Titans and uh, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicating bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran pirates alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy horn swaggling your booty even more. So, with all that said, let me introduce you to me ragtag crew. The scurvy sea dog parody. The son of a biscuit eater. No one respawns in real life. And me, your captain, for this treacherous voyage. Night demon. Arr. Hello and welcome to episode 200 of the Two Titans and a Hunter. Fanfare, uh, balloon, not balloons, they don't make I, noises. I, Fanfare, fireworks, I can put those in the post. You don't need to tell me. I yes, know. but it's funny when I say it. As well. It's not funny. It's no, funny it's for me. It, well, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I am your British host, Night Demon, frustrated as ever with Respawn, and joined again by Parody. Always. Always. The two I, people I, that can't introduce the show no, and themselves when they finished. actually do a podcast mm -hmm. without me. So nope, never. I I can't leave them. Oh my god, do we? Do we? Every <laughs> every single every single week, time. Yeah, you just every single time. I realize we we just launch into whatever, and we never ever say who we are. And I just figure, hey, <laughs> he, he runs the intro after the fact, and it'll be fine. But, I, yeah, I thought that. I mean, I, 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 put out, I it made me laugh because I put out the podcast last week. And then I, I got a text from Perry going, I forgot to do the intros. Like, yeah, don't worry. There's a pirate intro. We are nothing if not consistent, sir. Right? <laughs> Maybe consistently wrong, but we are consistent. Yeah. We are indeed. <sighs> See, that, that's why you're here. To edit, to keep us in, online, 
and and to actually have us tell people who we are and and what we're here to do we are here to tell you all the destiny information that we can gather over the period of two or three days collate it together and then we talk at you while you listen in your lug holes and go this is good we're going to like subscribe and and follow yeah and all that Patreon all the good stuff all the things so many things you're gonna slap that button like your mama taught you right what you're gonna do exactly so as it is episode 200 we do have a competition that we did tease I believe about 10 weeks ago when Respawn Sully came up with it in the middle of a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then we said to him, no, keep it on. No, I came up with it before the podcast, but you guys are like, yeah. no, but in the middle of a podcast, you suddenly came out with, Oh, I've got a competition. I'm, I'm going to tell people I've got a competition. We are like, no, calm it down. We've got episode 200 coming up. Uh-huh. Let's do it for episode 200. Okay. Now at some point during this show, so this means that you actually have to listen to the whole show. Oh, do you? It might not even be at the end. It might be in the middle. You're just it might be right now. You don't know. Yeah, it might be just after I finish doing all this talking. You may find out what the competition is. Or if Respawn completely forgets, you might find out next week. Who knows? It's it's hard to say. There's lots of twab to go over. But before we get to the twab this week, I'm going to drop in me telling you guys all about This Week in Destiny. This week's featured Nightfall will be the Lightblade over on the Throne World, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 100k or more. This Nightfall will require you to own the Witch Queen expansion of Destiny 2 in order to be able to play it. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, and ascendant shards. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be, with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty to being common with Ascendant Shards in Grandmasters. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 8 Barrier Champions, 2 Unstoppable and 7 Lucent Hive Sentinels, with 6 Solar and 12 Arc Shields. Master and GMs will have 12 Barrier, 3 Unstoppable and 7 Lucent Hive Sentinels, with 6 Solar and eight arc shields. Your Grandmaster modifiers will be Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, which cannot be stopped without the correct mods equipped. Fire Pit, when defeated, Acolytes spawn fireballs that cause damage over time. Chafe, radar is disabled. Empath, take increased damage from melee. And your Grandmaster modifiers are Contest, Join in Progress disabled, Locked Loadouts, Match Game, and Extra Shields. Match game is enemy shields are highly resistant to all unmatched elemental damage. Equipment locked. You will not be able to change your equipment after this activity starts. Attrition. Regeneration is greatly impaired. Defeating enemies may create wells of light. Extinguish. If your fire team falls in a restricted zone, everyone is returned to orbit. Limited fire team revives, and you gain additional revives by defeating champions up to a maximum of 20. Champions mob. This mode contains additional champions. An acute arc burn. 50% extra incoming arc and environmental damage is increased, but 25% bonus arc damage is dealt to enemies. The power requirement this season to enter the GMs are 1595 light, which is also what your power is capped at, and the enemy power will be 1620. Your anti-champion artifact mods for this week are Anti-Barrier Auto Rifle and Scout for 1 energy, 
and further over we have Sniper for six. Unstoppables are Pulse for one energy and Shotguns for three. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. So for anti-barrier we have the Kinetic Bow Wishender, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle Arbalest, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon Ariana's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword the Lament, and the Titan Exotic Gauntlets Second Chance, which gain a second charge of your shield throw melee, which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champions. For Unstoppable, we have the Kinetic Fusion Rifle, Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon, Malfeasance, the Solar Energy Sidearm, Devil's Ruin, the Void Heavy Bow, Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlets, Athras Embrace, which have a chance to stun Unstoppable champions with their empowered weighted knife. The featured weapon to obtain next week should be the Solar Aggressive Frame Shotgun, Mindbender's Ambition, but it could be the Arc Rapid Fire Frame Pulse Rifle, Horrors Least, as these two weapons had to be swapped out the last time this was the Nightfall. The Mindbender's Ambition is an aggressive frame kinetic shotgun with a base impact of 80, base range and stability of 29. It can roll with Swashbuckler, 1-2 Punch, Well-Rounded and Incandescent, with Autoloading Holster, Pugilist, snapshot sights and threat detector. Horrors Least is a rapid fire frame arc pulse rifle with a base impact of 23, base range of 34 and stability of 49. It can roll with kill clip, vorpal and frenzy with zen moment, under pressure and heating up. Both weapons have the origin trait of stunning recovery where if you stun a champion you partially refill the magazine, trigger health regen and improve your recovery for a short duration and Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with this weapon grant a small amount of health. Next up, Lord Shax brings Rift back to the Crucible this week for the second time this season. Delightful. Rift is a 6v6 game mode that focuses heavily on objective-based gameplay and not just killing the enemy team. Instead of accruing points based on defeating enemies, players can score points by picking up the spark and dunking it into their opponent's Rift, which is near the enemy's spawn. A team can either win by scoring 5 points before the opposing team can, by scoring 3 points without the enemy team getting a look in, or have more points when the time runs out. The spark spawns in the centre of the map and starts charging after 6 seconds of the round starting and becomes visible for all players on the map. After another 12 to 13 seconds the spark is available for players to pick up, giving both teams approximately 20 seconds to fight over the spark before either side can pick it up. For 5 seconds after a player picks up the spark, they become marked on both teams' maps. After that, they are only marked on their own team's map unless they are in view of the enemy team. The carry can only hold on to the spark for a minute and 15 seconds. After that, the spark detonates, killing the carrier and those around them before resetting. Should the carrier die in any way that isn't from the spark detonating, the spark drops at that location. If a player picks up the spark whilst they're in their super, they are immediately pulled out of their super. Furthermore, they will not gain any more super energy whilst holding the spark and will be unable to use their super even if it's fully charged. If a player dies, they must wait 10 seconds before they respawn, but their teammates can revive them during this time. This forces the players to focus on teamwork to help push up on their enemies, but can also leave some players out of the game for an extended duration if their team cannot or won't revive them. And hold those zones, Guardians! with Crucible Lab Zone Control, which is where you can enjoy increased Crucible reputation for the rest of the season. Zone Control is an objective-based variant of control, 
which emphasizes in teams collaborating more actively and defending zones. Capturing zones solo would dramatically take longer, taking 22.5 seconds to capture a zone, whereas two can capture within 10 seconds and three or more players will capture a zone in 7.5. Capturing zones is the only way to score points, with each zone netting the team one point per zone and holding onto them will reward two points every 15 seconds, making it essential to lock down areas rather than float between them carelessly. The first team to 125 points wins. And you can enjoy bonus trials ranks at the weekend. The freelance playlist returns for solo players with capture zones as the game mode. Trials of Osiris is a 3v3 PvP high stakes variant of elimination. Only available during the weekends, Trials gives every player the chance to show off their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought after weapons and armor. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a passage a ticket purchased from Saint-14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials will grant exclusive weapons, armour, pinnacle gear, masterwork material, and even adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse, with a flawless ticket of 7 games won, with no losses. In Capture Zone Trials, you can either win by eliminating all opposing players, or play tactically and capture the zone to win the round. Five round wins will bag you that match for your passage card. By competing in trials, you do have a chance to pick up two pinnacle engrams from playing each week. One for 50 round wins and the other for winning seven games. These do not have to be done all in one go, but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset. Destiny 2 contains a number of raids and dungeons which are end game activities. These are tuned to test guardians in skill and puzzle solving. Raids are six-player activities, whilst dungeons are three. The current season's main raid is the Reprise King's Fall, and the current dungeon is Duality. These will drop pinnacle rewards for the first time you complete them each week for each character run-through, resetting at the weekly reset. In addition to this, one older dungeon and raid will be featured each week, with a pinnacle reward on defeating the final boss, so feel free to join a friend or team if they have a checkpoint. The pinnacle will only drop once, but you can also farm the featured dungeon and raid for legendary equipment specific to those locations, including the exotic weapon from the featured raid. The pinnacle dungeon for next week will be the Pit of Heresy on the moon, and your pinnacle raid will be the Vault of Glass in the Legend tab, where you will be able to farm the exotic fusion rifle Vex Mythoclass. Next up, challenges. We have now had all 78 challenges over the period of the last 10 weeks. So as a reminder, if you complete 75 out of the 78 available for this season, you can get a large pile of Bright Dust to spend at the Eververse store in-game. And speaking of Bright Dust, let's move on to our Eververse store for the week of November 22nd, 2022. Available this week for Bright Dust, we have the Grasping Thoughts Exotic Emote, for 3,250 Bright Dust. The Aokai FAS SL65 Exotic Ship for 2,000 Bright Dust. The Daito Capsule Entrance Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. The Polished Sea Stone Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Swab the Deck Exotic Emote for 3,250 Bright Dust. The No Signal Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. The Motive Force Exotic Sparrow for 2,500 Bright Dust. The Heliotropic Exotic Ship for 2,000 Bright Dust. 
the Eternal Vengeance Cask for the Hunters, the Knightly Noir Helm for the Titans, and the Painted Kits and Hood for the Warlocks, each for 1200 Bright Dust. The End of an Era Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Last Word Hand Cannon will be available for 1250 Bright Dust. And rounding out the Bright Dust offerings in the Eververse store will be the Lantern Ghost Projection for 1500 Bright Dust. And then finally, the Lost Sector rotation for this week. As a reminder, your daily Lost Sector will show a flag outside which will give you details of champions and burns you will find inside. But if you are new to the game or you are using an alternative character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a Legend slash Master. Tuesday, November 22nd will be the Conflux on Nessus for Exotic Gauntlets, Void Elemental Shields with a Solar Burn, with Unstoppable and Barrier Champions. Wednesday, November 23rd will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon for Exotic Chess, Solar Elemental Shields and an Arc Burn, with Overload and Barrier Champions. Thursday, November 24th will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon for Exotic Helmets, Solar and Arc Elemental Shields, Void Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. Friday, November 25th will be the K1 Communion on the Moon for Exotic Boots, Solar and Void Elemental Shields with a Solar Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. Saturday, November 26th will be the Skydock 4 over on the EDZ for Exotic Gauntlets, Void Elemental Shields with a Solar Burn, with Unstoppable and Barrier Champions. Sunday, November 27th will be the Scavenger's Den on the EDZ for Exotic Chess, Arc Elemental Shields, Solar Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. And finally, background to Monday, November 28th will be the Quarry on the EDZ for Exotic Helmets, Solar and Void Elemental Shields, Void Burn with Unstoppable and Barrier Champions. And that's it for your This Week in Destiny starting on November 22nd, 2022. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I, th- I thought it was beautiful. You know, even that little bit of a cackle at the end there. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you can't well, go wrong with a, cackle, with a good cackle. Well, it, it was a respawn cackle, you know. I don't know where I found it. I found a, a sound bite with respawn cackling, so drop that. Did in. you really? You'll <laughs> yeah, find out, won't you? Nice. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. I didn't know I cackled. That's fun. And now we're going to sit back and let Respawn tell you all about PvP for the next 10 hours. PvP? There's a the, lot of PvP. The fans. man that does I'm actually PvP. happy about some of them. Some of them are actually are giving me chills of Call of Duty, because I used to play Call of Duty back in the day. And the way they're revamping like the ranking system, I might, by, might by get back one. into it. By huh? Going back by, by to, having a ranking system at yeah. all that matters. Or going at least it back exists. to Halo Three, which I believe was developed by a small company called Bungie, at some that, point about twenty odd years ago. Yeah. Are, are you sure it's not a hard G? You sure? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was about sixteen years ago because I vaguely remember playing this game called Halo Three, and it uh-huh. had rank systems in it. You know, it does. It, it, it got to learn it, it from feel... somewhere. Does it does feel familiar? It does. So yeah. So so there is there's a lot there's a lot of twelve. There's a lot of PvP. Ooh, um, there's also there a new emblem, a new old emblem. If you don't have it already, ML three FD four ND nine on the Bungie.net slash redeem site will get you the trans friendly uh, emblem. If you don't have it previously, you can pick that up because it's Trans Awareness Week. And um, there's a community event coming, and so Paul Cassie is not a crazy person. 
Well, no, I, I think well, the problem, I think the problem is that Paul Tassi is is entrenched like us in all this information. You know, he's on the Reddits, he's on the Twitters, he's everywhere, and he sees these little bits of information. He's like, I've got to get a video out. I've got to tell people about this thing. And then when they trick him with a Telesto thing, you know, you're gonna fall down that rabbit hole with a couple of other people that you kind of dragged along with you, which mm -hmm. was quite funny to watch. I completely missed it last week. I completely missed the whole Telesto thing. I didn't even bring it out of the vault. I was like, I'm too busy actually just doing other stuff in the game, which by the end of this swab, I, I didn't kind of need to do. But hey, yeah, man. and they've already fixed it. Yeah. Which is well, shame. they're going to be fixing it. So uh, this are you sure? I thought Fallout said it, was, it has already been fixed, and that's why people aren't using it in the Iron Banner. No, right no, no. Now. The the the, the, the yeah, Telesto was fixed. Yes. Different yeah, thing. different, different, thing, different thing. thing fixed. Yeah, uh, different thing okay. that you may have you have all, may have already earned without even realizing it. Yeah, oh. yeah. T Telesto, I brought out enough to play a little bit of t Trials last weekend, mm -hmm. and that's because I was off offline most of that week, so I I missed the I I followed along via Twitter and YouTube of people saying, "Hey, here's the weird things it's doing in the in the constellations." It's it is fun to watch people take any any bit of information and go you know just down the rabbit hole of secret hunting. Oh, it's shooting and it's making these constellations. What could that mean? Bungie's well, like, think, yeah, nothing. I mean, I mean, you know, maybe they were you know based on those constellations. We know Bungie loves lore and and you know digging into history for things for the game. But it's like, nope, it's just a fun Telesto event. That, that's it. There's there's no no deeper story, no hidden I mission. Think the thing is, isn't it? That the community are so kind of craving for something like that to come up. And they get so excited when any little thing kind of comes up. Now, I can understand people's frustrations that I've been listening to over the last week of them saying, you know, Bungie tricked us, this and that. And like, well, obviously, this is the first time Bungie have implemented this kind of thing in the game. And it's quite interesting. So that going forward, if we have another couple of weapons that suddenly go a bit haywire and even, you know, Celesto could still come out and say, I caused this and it still would be a good joke. But if they kind mm -hmm. of did this throughout kind of, you know the next era of destiny 2 it we'd kind of now be used to it because it's something they've done and i think the thing is because it was this one-off thing for now that has kind of happened in game that's what's kind of made people frustrated because they thought it was like a, a community event or a secret puzzle or something like that but now that we're kind of used to just bungee just messing with us just get used to it there could be them just messing with us again at some point i still think they should have just hushed see what the community came up with and then implemented that like oh yeah no we had that all along yeah yeah you know like a constellation thing yo that's a great idea how can we how can we build off that that was absolutely the plan telesto did did end up you know continuing its reign through through trials last weekend 1.3 1.39 almost 1.4 million kills 11 percent of all kills wow it was absolutely a telesto weekend uh, a full million and a half, a full million kills over during Baroque, the next thing, and then it just fell off from there. So it was a Telesso Trials weekend. It was. With some success if you were an okay Telesso user or not. So this week at Bungie, I guess, for the 17th of November, we, we're running through the year. We're nearly at Christmas. It's literally a whole month, and then we'll be at Christmas, and it'll be songs and dancing and respawn singing. You got all that. Time oh my already. god, I forgot about that recording. No. So this week at Bungie, <laughs> they are talking about Crucible. Don't giggle at that. And they can't believe that they're saying that they're already halfway through the year because I've just said that before they said that. So there you go. And again, mm. 
they're weeks away from season of redacted now what just just forget about this every time bungie just put we're away, a few weeks away from the next season because let's face it it's always season of redacted until you want to kind of tell us something about two days before or somebody leaks it so just stop doing this it's not funny it's not it, it wasn't funny from the beginning okay it might have been funny from the beginning i'll give them the benefit of a doubt maybe the first time i heard it i heard it i gave a little chuckle okay but it, it's not funny it's really not funny it's not entertaining it's like oh we're gonna just label everything redacted ha ha ha, ha. It, you're not clever all right you know not, not with this anyway DMG, you could have maybe kept the twelve under six thousand words because it's not spoiler alert. If you'd have mm-hmm. kept that bit out, maybe it was those few words that kind of ticked it over. But Probably. if we want to carve out some time doing a deep dive, this might end up being thirty minutes. DMG, I've got news for you, my friend. I've got my friend Parody and Respawn here. This could take three hours. So <laughs> we're going to keep that in We've mind. We've only got Parody for two, though. So keep that in mind. Well, an hour and a half now. Right. We'll see how long it takes to you guys to do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, have a hard, I have to go to work at some point. You, you're free for the rest of the day. You've been obligated to this now. That's the rule of the podcast. Once you start, you don't stop. At some point during the show, I'm going to have to clock in. We podcast and we work at the same time. <laughs> we are dedicated, if anything, to That's bring right. your podcast and work. Luckily, I can work from we home. Can so. claim so we can claim our paychecks at the same time. Right. But they do have some... I, I, I feel it's sad news. You guys might not. They're taking a week off, giving us a 12 next week. Because apparently there's a holiday in a certain country that we don't speak of that apparently wants to have some time off of giving us a 12. I feel that that's not necessary. I feel that they could at least write out a little bit of a 12 and then just somebody click a button on Thursday and just go, there you go, it's a bit of a 12. But no. Yeah. Um, They're not going to be back uh, until December first. We, we have all these non-US based community managers. Why aren't they writing the twelves? They've they've got things. Yeah, to do. give them something to do. I mean, there's a European one. He's not going to be celebrating turkeys or anything. Squirrel, do y'all not have anything during during our Thanksgiving season at all? Look, we wait for you to have your Thanksgiving. <laughs> we wait for Black Friday, and we get the deals. That's all we get. No, that, that's fair. That's fine. But I'm asking you guys don't oh, have I'm, any holidays around our Thanksgiving. American shopping day. at all because like I mean you have like Boxing Day which is you know around our Christmas uh, and yeah. you have a Christmas too right but like we have a Christmas too yeah <laughs> <laughs> our Christmas is different to your Christmas no we have Christmas Day and we have Boxing Day which is the day after so we have in right. theory it used to be literally two days everything was shut now it's you're lucky if anything's closed on Christmas Day these days and everything is open on Boxing Day so there's no you used to be able to kind of what's the lore behind boxing day it's like you know no. christmas day came everybody got the cool stuff <laughs> and boxing day is the next day where everybody gets robbed of their cool stuff no and no? let's face it this isn't the time to discuss christmas it's, time to discuss, <laughs> oh, it's not oh okay, yeah, yeah. it's time to discuss trans awareness week so parody's already given you the details of how to get the sweet emblem if you haven't got it for the like last couple of years it's the same code so you may already have it also, but if the, you're not aware that there's trans people out there, yeah, I, to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been around for a year or two, you yeah. know, at least six months. It's yeah, Transgender so. Awareness Week starting on November 13th mm-hmm. and ending on the 19th. So by the time you've heard this, they've had their Transgender Week and 
we've remembered them. I mean, honestly, has anybody forgotten about them at this point? Anybody? And Bungie's no. also selling the, no. the Bungie Pride pin in November will benefit the National Center for Transgender Equality as their uh, charity for, you know, the pin's back available. If you buy the pin, it goes to charity as well, because that's what Bungie does. Lots of charity things. Very nice. Because they are good and benevolent dictators. But what I can tell you is there's a community event, and I'm excited that there's a community event. Not a lot of other people are excited that there's a community event, but it just means I get to play Destiny earn some more currency, and then go and find where to put this currency at the end of the day. <laughs> the vault. So, so it's not yeah. just drinking with the drifter? Because I thought it was just having drinks with the drifter. That's what that's what it looks like in the 12. We're, we're just going to sit around the pub and have some drinks. Mm. Is, is that not the event? Mm-mm. Apparently not. Mm. Apparently, we're going to start building the Elixir a new home. Or we're going to give them the quarter that they've already got, but we're going to make it better. But like Donald Trump, we need to raise some cash to get going on our next election. I mean, you really think he needs to raise cash? He, he needs sure some help. Do. He needs some help mm-hmm. getting going. Does he know? Based on the emails coming out, he sure does. <laughs> but the Elixir, they they have a home. It used to be a raid boss slayer, and now it's the Elixir quarter. But you know, they've got some walls and maybe a roof or two. I guess they want like more than that for some reason. You know, a decent place to raise their Elixir children. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a TV. <laughs> maybe they've got a radio what more could they ask for right so are, are we are we excited to do this this big event at the end of the season basically starting next tuesday i am i am i can't answer that i don't know what the event is oh yeah because fallout didn't tell you in the video sorry yeah. Yeah. well all all guardians will be asked to collect treasure in the form of captain's coins from around the system to donate toward the elixir quarter helping Spider with improvements and upkeep, while Misrax and Ido devote time to researching the relics of Nezarak. Huh. Now, these coins are going to be found in destination chests, law sectors, public events, and of course, season of plunder, catch crash, and expedition activities, but thankfully also in the King's Fall Raid, Dares of Eternity, Strikes, Crucible, and Gambit. Only the King's Fall? So no. oh, that's what it says, only in King's Fall. So I guess it's just the raid of the season as opposed to all of the raids. Each guardian will have their own personal donation reward. Uh, the, their personal donations reward track with an emblem, upgrade materials, and a new swashbuckling ghost shell. The community as a whole will pull their treasure together to help Misrax and Spider improve the Elixir quarter, receiving global community earned rewards and special Elixir thank you gifts along the way. Guardians may even find a deep sight weapon or two to help with completing their crafting collection. The community event lasts only two weeks, so tell your friends, assemble a fire team, and track down that treasure. So play uh, the game, earn coins, give them to the the elixir, and you will get rewards of some sort for them. You'll, you'll get, get thank you gifts along the way. And stuff. And something mm-hmm. that I found that was quite interesting. Now, when I was leveling Phoenix up to go and do the raid like we did for the charity store. Uh, so that's against terms of service. Well, no, I was, I was talking. I was talking him. Through. He, he was sitting behind Phoenix, saying, "Run over here, shoot the lads. Run over here." Oh, is that what he was doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Coaching. But to to get him from thirteen fifty, because he was literally he just loaded back into the game at thirteen fifty. Yeah. I said, "You know, go to the chest in the helm, next to the star chart, that will get you up to like fifteen. I think it was fifteen thirty. Fifteen forty. There you go, fifteen forty. I said, grab all this stuff, and we'll get your character up. Now, as he's there talking to the chest." He's got a giant callus head in the background going, raw, raw, raw. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what do you want? 
<laughs> now it turns out at the end of that, like everybody else that either played or didn't <laughs> play the previous season, once the Callus thing had kind of disappeared and told you that he's going off into the ether, if you go then back to the tower and you see Zavala, he gives you an enhancement, um, uh, an ascendant, uh, is it ascendant shard, the golf balls? I don't yeah. know, you haven't finished your sentence yet. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the last season, sort of like season finale. Go. Yeah. Ascendant shard. Listen to the big callous head and get your reward in the tower. Yeah. You go back to Zavala and he gives you an ascendant shard. And I'm like, Phoenix, you've done nothing and you've got an ascendant shard. Literally, <laughs> we can now kind of do something with that. Bro, goal. that's how Phoenix roll, bro. But uh, what I'm thinking is um, the reason why I'm saying this is that if, if anybody's kind of missed this, go and do that because it's something there but i feel that this is what's going to happen at the end of this season where they say they're going to give you gifts so if the community reached the event or if bungie kind of push it that we've reached the event because again i was listening to the last word and travis on there was saying that you know he's just going to log in and wait for the community to kind of auto complete it for him and then just go <laughs> and get whatever's necessary which is you no, know, a lot of people do that yes yeah, <laughs> we've got our own travis here in the form of respawn <laughs> So you cannot you know, fail the bungee event. Bungee yeah. will make it impossible for you to fail the bungee event. And be careful because there are be cutscenes out there. Yeah. Have you guys seen this? I mean, I haven't actually watched the leaked cutscene, but there is a leaked cutscene from the end of the season. <gasps> no, no, because I'm, no. Probably, you know, you know, it it it, it cracks so me up because be everyone everyone got up on their soapboxes last week because and and misconstrued the hey we're not going to do secrets anymore because or you know we're not the word, not the going to do. They didn't even anymore. say that. They just well, said right, secrets right, are well, hard. It takes time to do. That's what they said, and people assume well, that right. meant they're not going to do them anymore. Well, 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 people assume because also a couple of the of the big, um, you know, hey, we 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 snip parts of what you said and throw it out into the community. We're like, Bungie says no more secrets, and DMG had to do a whole thread of no, no, that's not what we said. If you read the entire thing, right. it was basically the point of encrypting this is hard and a lot of work and. Basically, with bringing the game to PC, it's much harder to hide things because people can go find the files. Yeah. And then the next week, we have things data mined for the end of the season. It's like, guys, you, you can have it one way or the other. You can either enjoy the leak or not enjoy the leak, but just understand this is the world we live in. Mm -hmm. So, no, I've, I've seen the leak making the rounds, and I'm taking the Paul Tassie view of, no, I will watch it when it comes to me. I, I, I don't need to see it now. Just, just wait. Just give it some time. It's fine. What annoys me on YouTube, and this is to call out to anybody on YouTube, is do what Lucky Tempe did. He did a picture of himself behind the Matrix kind of screen. Don't put a picture of what the one of the screens is going to look like from that end cutscene. Ah. I, I don't want to see it. You know, what I don't know who it was because I kind of immediately scrolled past it. Yeah, but it, it was. It, yeah, there were a couple that I saw because it has that like hand drawn yeah. look to it. And really I, as soon annoying. as I saw the hand drawn look, I was like, nope, nope, I don't know what this is. I'm I'm not looking. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, well, I mean, at least it's, it's a distinct style. And I'm going, we've had nothing new in game yet. I'm not going to look at this. You can't make me. Yeah. Oh, Ali, oh. I mean, I'm there not saying that I don't look at these things that kind of come out. If oh, it you benefits, absolutely do. Don't lie. No, but if it, I don't. Uh, I do if it benefits us telling people in on the show that, uh, you know, this is coming up. Keep an eye out for this because this is going to be really helpful. Or be careful. This could be spoilers like I am now. So, yeah, sometimes I watch the things if it's beneficial. If it will, if if it, if it, if the thing said, "Hey, here's what the community event will entail. Here's the rewards," night people watch and tell you. If it's just, oh yeah, here here's our story wrap up that we spent a lot of time animating, 
And honestly, I really like Bungie's art style with these. Like, I, I really, these are like one of the few things I watch in the game without skipping because I just, I like the style of it. I like watching it in game on the big screen. And then later on, you know, after I've seen it once, then I can watch it on YouTube. They do have some good cutscenes. And you know, people, people were giving them flack about them having these um, animated cutscenes in the last couple of seasons, right? And they're like, oh, they're too lazy to CG their own stuff now, so they're just animating it. It's like, you know, even if it was out of laziness, I still think it was really well done. Like the whole, the whole Saint Fourteen's a demon to the Elixney thing. That was that was done really well. You know, yeah. you didn't have to animate it. Actually, leaving half of that up to your imagination, I think probably made it better, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. So people were giving Bungie a bunch of flag. Oh, they're too lazy to CG their own stuff. Eh, I don't know. I kind of like it. You know, me. But yeah, their CG stuff is also incredibly good. So either way, I'm fine. You still get the story. You still get info. You still get what you need out of it. Who cares whether it's animated or CGI, right? You still get what you get. Same thing. It's all animated. <laughs> Fair enough. It's all parody uh, appears. Parody, I'm I'm having trouble receiving you. Are our comms clear yet? They seem they seem fine. Mm. Yeah, I think. I, I, oh wait, hold on. There we go. I think we're good. Uh, they they are clear. Um, however, they have not been clear in Catch, Crash, and Expedition this season. Um, I guess uh, it turns out there's narrative voiceovers. So you can tell I don't really play either of those activities with the sound on. <laughs> Same! Um, so yeah, so I guess th there's voiceovers and they haven't been accurately reflecting the character's progress through the seasonal story. Um, so they've made those bugs walk the plank and it will not play the correct lines. And so if you want to jump back in for the community event or do some last-minute campaign completions before Season 19 drops... You can apparently listen to the narrative voiceovers that existed the whole time. I mean, they they do put a lot of effort into it, and they do. I mean, I'll listen the first time round, but then after that, I kind of switch off. So if it didn't make sense the first time round, I'm I'm not going to kind of understand it like the tenth time that I'm playing the expedition or catch crash. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, Unless yeah. it's got Kane, I listen to Kane. Kane's fun. But yeah. but you need to understand, if I'm mindlessly grinding your seasonal activity, that's also my podcast time. So I probably have a podcast on, not the game audio, or I have the game audio on just enough to sort of hear the prompt, like, you know, the whistle of, hey, go to the next area, but I'm not really listening to what's happening. So Respawn, uh, have you completed no. your Scallywag title? No. <laughs> did, did, did you log in and find that your Scallywag title had been completed for you? No. No, because it's oh. happening next Tuesday. They've got oh, some well. changes coming to the season of the Plunder title, which I am really happy about. Specifically, in reducing some requirements to unlock your Scallywag title. Because oh. they've decided, after a lot of community feedback, <laughs> that maybe 50 ruffians in a game <laughs> mode where you only maybe get a few ruffians in isn't going to go down well with the community. Now, I know they said they kind of buffed it, and they did this, and they did that. But they've now decided with two weeks left of the season, they're just going to cut down the requirements, which I'm quite happy about. I mean, I yeah. still put in a lot of time. I'm, which I'm, one was that? Which well, one? I'm I, looking at it. I don't see anything about ruffian. Well, the ruffian drops. They've they've dropped them. They've dropped the ruffian completion value to ten, down from fifty. Oh, mine's already complete. I see why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was sitting at like forty-two or three, I think. Because they have buffed it, although I swear to God, I've never, I've still never seen the like additional bonus ruffian 
I've gotten two, you know, the two that drop after the, the time expires. I've never gotten any more than that out of any single run. I don't but know yeah, if, it shows so, if you've gone over, but it shows I've got exactly 10 out of 10. Okay. So, <laughs> no, but is I don't that know if I've done more than 10. Is that from the challenge or is that from... Because there was it's, a specific challenge the after oh, the title. It's okay. The title. Yeah. There you go. Actually, my title's almost done. I just have a little bit with forward sales, a little bit with Salty Smith. Is that all back in this week and found my title was completed? I, I had I had done everything. Oh, I haven't. Well, you just completed yeah. yours, sir. <laughs> That's why yours is done. You legit did yours. <laughs> yeah. But if you haven't kind of jumped into it, they just want to let you know that while they've introduced a fix to prevent the ruffians from despawning expedition, players can still progress through the objective a bit too fast for these champions to spawn. So just be careful if you still need to get those 10 to complete that drop, the, the ruffians. Because I don't know if they've touched the, the other one, which was a challenge to get 10 ruffians, as well as the one that was part of the seal, because that wasn't <laughs> retroactive, and a lot of people were unhappy about that. And y'all made Nike even very upset. You see me throwing the balls in the opposite direction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I totally lucked out and ran a couple earlier this week. Uh, and just the other two people, like, we sort of got to that part and just didn't interact. We're like, yeah, you can throw all the balls you want at me. I'm going to not touch a single one of them. I'm going to stand here, kill the enemies, and just wait. You know, bide my time, my three minutes. Yeah, just, that's a healthy just, way to do it. Yeah, through, through, the, through the love of RNG. It's like, all right, good. We're all on the same page here trying to get this done. <laughs> throw, on, throw on some Linkin Park, listen to a podcast, maybe. Just hang out, man. Exactly. Just hang out, do a little dance, you know, shoot Get some vendors. Mm. Oh, uh, well, they've also dropped the vendor upgrade requirement to 14 down from 23. So this is the star chart. So this would be the equivalent of completing the first seven weeks of the seasonal challenge that reward repute and the upgrade currency. Uh, they've changed the promote and summon first mate to doing it the first time each, which is quite nice. So you only need to do one of those rather than, I think it was 15 for yeah. each different person that you can summon. Yeah, that was, uh, that's, that's the last thing I had to really get through with that in the ruffians. Oh. And I was like, that's, that's too many. That's entirely too many. Since it was already a grind to even unlock that. I think, yeah, that was the problem, wasn't it? Because it was like, you could only unlock them maybe after week three or four. So you'd already played enough of Expedition Catch Crash to possibly summon them. And then you couldn't, you can't then get to the last one until kind of maybe about week six when it says that you can unlock that one. It's like, yeah, so I know they expect people to play these things over and over again, but... How dare they? No, 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 no. 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 Uh, they've changed the seal requirement to complete eight out of the nine triumphs, and this should allow some flexibility for players as they progress through the triumphs and the seasonal challenge to unlock the seasonal title. And nice. also stay tuned to Bungie Help for further announcements, because there could be possible more announcements. Yeah, well, those are those are all super super welcome changes. Because mm -hmm. yeah, the, the the grind. I mean, the the seals you know are meant to sort of be you know aspirational and to work toward, but that one just felt just un unnecessarily grindy when you've well, no, already think... played something so many times and then it's like okay now go play this a bunch more times because now you've unlocked these pieces or now you're yeah, just, just because on yeah it's not like go find something time. hidden or something you know like if they did something like that hey find these hidden like the ghost shows the dead ghost shows right find all these hidden things that we've hidden everywhere that's fun not grindy going into the same activity like parody says hey go play the activity a hundred times and then kill this particular enemy 50 times, right? That's not fun. 
having us look for things, having us complete puzzles. That's fun, I think. Having us just do an arbitrary thing just to do it is lame. Yeah. And I think they got their kind of wires crossed with this because I feel that, like Parody was saying, aspirational kind of titles to seek out and wear and show off to people are things like go and do get the raid seal because the raid seal you you know you have to put a team together you have to do various different challenges in there you have to do like weeks and weeks of kind of different things to actually unlock that that's aspirational whereas if it's a seasonal thing it's just you know it's a fun thing to kind of wear because not everybody's kind of putting on their seal from each season i mean it's it's good fun maybe like 10 seasons down the line and people go oh where did you get that one from you know, but they should be the fun things to kind of get. They should be the things that are kind of entry level for everybody to kind of get if they put in a little bit of time to earn. Not, you know, raid level, you've got to do 50 ruffians, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. I, I feel that they kind of got their wires crossed with what this triumph and seal was actually meant to be this time. It also depends on what you have to do in it. Like one of the raid seals that was, I, mean, I, I still haven't done it. My raid team did it. Um, but I still haven't done it. And, and that's the only thing I have left to get that raid seal is inside of the, not the Vault of Glass, the Guard of Salvation, inside the Guard of Salvation. There are yeah. plates that appear, right? And if you're in the spot where a plate appears, it kills you. Yes. Well, there's yeah. a challenge where you have to lead enemies to where a plate's going to appear and kill <laughs> a certain number of them with the plate appearing, right? Mm. And we were, I, we were there for like eight hours. And then I was like, I got to go. I, I had to go to work or something. But Again, aspirational. Really because if you do it and you get the seal, you can say, look, I put in that time, that effort. <laughs> I've yeah. earned this. We, yeah. Me and the team or me and my randos that I've kind of put together to get this one done, have yeah. actually, you know, we've achieved this. And that, that's probably the hardest one I've had to do yet. And I still don't have it done. They kept going after I left and they have it now, which every now and again, they rub in my face. But you know <laughs> you don't need it. <laughs> well, you don't need it but it, it's aggravating that i spent eight hours and i didn't get it well, yeah yeah you've it's got been so, close to it. so you, you've got as many times as you need to go and get that done until they turn off destiny 2 i think yeah that's... until they throw that into the content vault content vault but don't worry there's a game security update while you're hungry for crucible news we're wow. not going to tell you about that quite yet because there's one final update uh, earlier this week, the security team made some changes to help protect our competitive Crucible experience and more. Um, they're they're not going to tell us things because it's um, security and that would defeat the entire purpose of it. But they did things. <laughs> but basically, you know, we've implement we've implemented a mitigation against network tools used to gain an unfair advantage in various activities. We will continue to collect data, observe this behavior, blah blah blah. They're watching. They're tweaking. Yeah. You know, once again, if if you've you know if you've been banned and you haven't been cheating file a thing none of these things are perfect that's how security and technology works mm -hmm. if you're cheating and you've been banned go play a different game and stop cheating that's it i'm creating now, now and now the crucible and beyond and the future in the future yeah to the crucible and beyond <laughs> all right i'm ready to, i'm ready to fall with style i don't know about you guys you're ready to what the fall, fall with style. style oh okay Wow. Deep cuts. We have the deepest of cuts on this podcast. I, I, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I'm That's sure you didn't. Yeah, no, whatever. 
So now Respawn's going to tell us all about the Crucible because he has such a deep, deep, deep no, understanding and appreciation of it. The Crucible. So, so do, do, you, do you have Micah queued up to come in when I have to leave for work in now <laughs> to tell us uh, all about the Crucible? No, no he's not this early. No. We, we can get through yeah. this in an hour. If One we just minute. read and don't interrupt each other, we can get through this in an hour. Okay, oh, so, the, so there's zero oh, chance kidding. of that happening. Squirrel! I would just like to say, though, if, if 19 Minever kicks us off and gets Micah, then I think the two of them will form the most perfect melding of voices in the entire world. I've had a number of people tell me this week that Micah just has the just most smooth, pleasant voice to listen he to. He does, man. Between like, Micah, Micah plays life on easy mode, because not only does he have that voice in person, he's a beautiful <laughs> black man. He's got the light skin. He's got green eyes. He's got that kind of wavy hair. I was like, dude, you play life on easy mode. He goes, yeah, I do. <laughs> he sounds like my double. He could be. He could be my brother from another mother. Yeah. I have green eyes as well. Have have, have, mm, have you and him ever been on a show together at the same time? Because I'm not. Because I'm. I'm pretty sure he's here when you're you not. To get him to replace a Titan. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I've never seen the two of them together. So maybe, 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 maybe. I even just just turns his British accent on or on or off. Maybe he's secretly Micah. Just when I said that we're going to get through this in an hour, and <laughs> we've already diverted the train and it's gone to a different station talking about Micah. Well, Micah would appreciate it. He likes getting. He likes. We getting do appreciate up. Micah stepping in and helping out. I do. Keeps you in check anyway. That's yeah. That's, that's what he does. He doesn't help out. He he's there to screw with me. All right, let's keep. No, he's real. he's there to keep you in check, and that's he's it. also he's also there to help out and actually have like yeah. He's got he's had some really good suggestions. And, and yeah. No yeah. crucible things. Well, I'm yeah. just here to say that uh, TLDR, Ooh. we define our goals for the crucible ecosystem. We're updating the playlist structure to streamline the crucible offerings and help focus our crucible population. Oh. So first off, we're going to collapse control and clash into a single quick play playlist. Good. Because now. basically people do the same thing in both anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, we have an objective? What? <laughs> and, and we're going to bring some of the lesser played game modes into our weekly rotators. Now, now, Bungie, I would really like it if you could match people who last played a game of Control and then have them play a game of Clash and like go back and forth as opposed mm. to playing six games of one in, in a row then the other. Just, just saying, it'd be nice. There's oh. a new Crucible Seal. And Angram focusing is coming to Lord Shacks to give players more ways to engage with Crucible rewards. And in Lightfall, we'll be expanding the Angram focusing to include older weapons and armor sets across Crucible, Iron Banner, Trials, and more. Okay, what's it's the more? What's the more? It's, it's more. You're going to have to find I out. I need to know what more is. Well, I don't know, but in Because I understand 19... Crucible, I understand Iron Banner, I understand Trials, and we're talking about Crucible stuff Big here. Team Battle. Big team battle. Come on, Bungie. <laughs> I, I either want big team battle back or I want the action sack playlist from Halo. You can do this. You can make this happen. SRL. Uh, ma massive, massive, like 12v12 uh, PvP. SRL confirmed. SRL confirmed. Ooh, perfect. <laughs> confirmed. Shut up. Don't know. It's not confirmed. <laughs> Could be. Because in Could season be. 19, it Iron Banner gets a. I, hey, Iron Banner gets a new mode with legacy armor sets that veteran guardians should recognize. So we're going to SRL our way through season nine's Iron Banner. Oh, I do like that hunter armor. This, I'm have this to is play. the armor that we'll get to it later, but I'm sure because there's a picture. But this mm -hmm. is the armor from Destiny One that we all raved about, and I believe mm -hmm. even Respawn has banged on about this one. It's the oh, yeah. one with the hunter that's got the dead wolf as the cloak. Yeah, Fantastic the set. Yeah, the pelt. Oh, it's the only one I kind of wore when I was like in Destiny One. I just that—that that was it. Yep. Just I had several versions of different cloaks, with, you know, with the different things on it. But yeah, it's a very nice. It's a very nice set. 
Except yeah, for the this, Warlocks. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, this, this is the armor set that at least Titans, Titans and Hunters have been waiting for. Warlocks, uh, we'll see. We're also updating our matchmaking between skill, connection, and team sizes to provide better experiences in the Crucible. This starts with quick play and we'll roll it into more playlists over time. We're also tuning the quitter suspension parameters for quick play. Ah. We're going to test new matchmaking techniques and trials to hopefully provide a better experience to solo and duo fire teams without the need for freelance. Yeah, we'll see. I miss it'll also help them in... week. Sorry? I missed the freelancers past week by playing in trials. Oh. You, you could definitely tell, you know, you were coming up against three stacks of yeah. people that were communicating. Yeah, so, how dare they? Yeah, I know. Right? So yeah, this, this is also going to help them in reassessing the Flawless Pool for Season 20 and beyond. So the Flawless Ooh, Pool is okay. here for Season 19, but Season 20, a.k.a. Lightfall, they might reassess it. We'll see. Mm. And finally, finally, bringing more maps to the Crucible o- over the next year. So two, na- two maps are returning from early the earlier years of Destiny 2, and a brand new map is being added during the year of Lightfall. The year. So nothing this upcoming season, but the year of Lightfall. So in a year, Crucible players, you might get a, another map, and that'll give you two, like since the beginning of the game, basically. It's, it's something. And again, I was, I was listening to a couple of other podcasts and people talking about this, and they were complaining that we haven't had Crucible maps yeah, we no. What they said was, we used to get like two or three crucible maps. We'd get a strike. We'd get this. We'd get that in Destiny One. But what you've got to think about, I mean, I was thinking about. It, I was like shouting. I was like, no, just I've got my hand. I want to tell you stuff. The thing is, with Destiny One, what you've got to remember when they did an expansion, it was an expansion. You got the raid. You got like several strikes. You got crucible maps. You got the story, and that was it for six months. You didn't get anything else. That, until they decided they were going to do another expansion, I think the problem. No, you had huge downtimes in D one. Yeah, huge. I think even with the weapon balancing, the, there was like a whole meta when like we could have had six metas in the one meta that was in Destiny one. So yeah. you've got to think that they've they've put more work into developing the story, the characters, and getting those seasons out time and time again. Every is it three to four months? That we've we've we get a season and it's like they haven't got the resources to then do a crucible map each kind of. Well, that was back when they were still with Act, not Activision, Microsoft. No, no, yeah, they were with Act. Well, Activision was the publisher, wasn't it? But even yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had they had money and resources to do that kind of stuff. The way they kind of structured it, and when you've got to think about it, Destiny One was in develop for X amount of years before it came out. So they yeah. obviously were working on several different maps. They released a, you know, a map pack to go with the, the opening ones. And then they continued developing the ones that they kind of were working on. And they just released those with the expansions. With this, it was like, we're going to, we're, we're being forced into Destiny 2, even though we didn't really want to kind of go into Destiny 2. And I mean, even they've admitted it, that it's still quite hard to kind of get something from the content vault even if it is Destiny 1, and port it over to Destiny 2 because you have to rebuild it. And then they had all the other issues with some of the maps from Destiny 2 when that originally kind of came out where they changed the structure from 4v4 to 6v6. It then kind of broke some of the maps. So it's understandable. They've now got to kind of go back and repair what they kind of need to do. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can understand the frustrations of Crucible players with the limited amount of maps that we have and the fact that we're only going to get three maps in the next possible year but yeah over the next four seasons and two of them yeah. are, are reprised yeah yeah it's it's 
And that's and that's something. It's I, I really feel bad for people who play this game for PvP because it really has been neglected. And and all the things Night Demon said, you know, absolutely true. Like Respawn said, D one, we would have this months of time with content drought where there's nothing going on, there's nothing happening. Whereas, yeah, now we have every you know four four seasons a year, each with its own activity, its own thing, its own seasonal artifact, its own you know grind and set of activities to do, in addition to the set playlists and the things that already exist in the game. And they've also just done a ton of work just on the back end systems. The fact that, you know, they can now, instead of saying, we're going to, we're going to nerf hand cannon. So we can now say, we're going to take this, you know, this subclass or this uh, archetype or sub archetype. We're going to take this exact weapon, weapon and tweak yeah. it. Like the amount of the just back end changes they've done. Instead of saying, Hey, we're going to turn off all of these things. We're going to, we're going to make this better. And also just, yeah, bringing, bringing this game forward. I, again, I'm, I'm a little surprised they're not dropping some of the older, consoles but you know they want everyone to play this game so trying to say you know this is a a large sprawling game that started in 2017 and here we are in 2022 nearly 2023 and this game is still going it's you know the same core the same game you know technology moves fast these things they're they're it's not like they take the game offline for six months and retool it bring it back like this thing is like how do we improve this without breaking this stack of cards that we've built up to make this game work all this time yeah and yes, we are still here. So the following changes have been developed by the team dedicated to Destiny 2's Ritual Mode. What starts with our Trials revamp many seasons ago has become a fun development cycle that now spans multiple rituals. We've been focusing on giving activities like Gambit, Iron Banner and Crucible during the seasonal development to revisit and reset our goals and address player feedback. For Crucible, there's quite a bit on the table and it's always a multi-part conversation. In early December, we'll have sandbox and balance information, but today we'll be talking about playlists, modes, and places you'll play. Without further ado, let's get into it. And one thing, they're also introducing the competitive division to act as their ranked crucible space for players seeking to test their skill. And now we can get into it. Oh, did I miss that bit? Oh, yeah, sorry, you you hadn't read that bit. (laughs) All good, yeah. I mean, which again... Yeah, it seems kind of important because it's like, hey, there's going to be a reason to play comp again, maybe because there hasn't been since they took away the the weapons and the title and everything else. Yeah, that's fair enough. So they go over the player experience goals, and this is quite funny how they kind of do a real life comparison. I'd never thought of kind of the games in this way, but for casual crucible, which is quick play, rotators and labs. You want to find a fair game, make friends, and stay as long as you can as you're having fun. And the real-life comparison for this is pick up the ga- pick up games at the gym. What what's pick up games? What? Pick up games at the gym. So so for those of you who are not you know maybe U.S. centric and understand like you know you, you go to your local gym gymnasium your local recreation center, and yeah. you know, you come out on a Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday evening after work. And you're like, I want to go play some basketball. Let's see who's there. Oh, there's a bunch oh, of other people there okay. after work, just sort of hanging out at the gym, being like, hey, there's 12 of us. Let's group up 6v6 or, you know, I guess 5v5 because basketball, that's how that works. You know, let's let's group up or <laughs> play some 3v3. You know, ba- basically, hey, there's people. Let's, let's you know, split ourselves into teams and just, you know, play a game casually. It's just like matchmaking. You know, you know, eight guys get off after work at the gym or ladies and go to the gym and say, let's play some basketball. Let's play a pickup game. All right. You know, same thing as the, the random matchmaking. Some of you are good, some of you are bad. You're all just kind of here to hang out, have fun, and shoot some hoops. Okay, so, so that's I'm going to turn to you for the, uh, the interpretation of these. So Iron Banner is the week-long celebration of PvP in Destiny that draws in everyone. 
and the real life comparison is exhibition play at a block party. Go. So I guess your exhibition play is like, hey, we're going to have, you know, a team of people who actually, you know, aren't, you know, they're not professionals, but they're, you know, a little bit better than the guys at the gym just hanging out. Okay. But, you know, they come out to play a game. Um, maybe like, um, oh, I was trying to think of. An exhibition is just a game before the, the important games start. It's something that gets you hyped up. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. It's a so... pre-game game. <laughs> and then everybody on the block is standing watching. Well, no, yeah. or do they usually I don't understand these. These, I don't know where you're getting block party. Oh, oh, from the literal twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, Paul didn't read that part. It's it, the verbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Block, yeah, block party. At least in the U.S., is sort of like, hey, you know, like like a block in your neighborhood, or like you know, your, your local neighborhood. You get together and say, hey, we, you know, if you live in a place where you actually know each other and go, hey, let's have a little party and get together and you know, do a potluck. Dinner and whatever, bring the community together. Hey, let's let's play some play some basketball or soccer or whatever. You know, you know, come to that come together and band of solo players. Or or if you're in Europe, there's a literal party that spans several blocks. <laughs> Loud music, um, yeah, but... outside, everybody dancing. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, Jordan, I'm not... Cyrus. Yeah, 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 this is the one that I struggle a little bit with their with their real life comparison for. Okay. So Trials of Osiris is prove your skill and build against worthy rivals. And the real life comparison is a high stakes pro-am tournament. So is this like card game or is this like a golf game? Is it pro-am like pro professional amateur? Basically, like, isn't that yeah. A yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, turning yeah, to yeah. you guys for how these are kind of interpreted. No yeah, 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 we have pro-am is basically where, where you could have like both sort of pro-athletes and amateurs competing together. Sort of like, oh, the, right. uh, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 or, or, um, I know, M again, we're going to date ourselves here. Like MTV used to have the, the, the rock rocks and jocks, like softball game or something where they would yeah. have professional athletes and musicians like, you know, playing softball together. Sort of like, you know, you've got some pros, you've got some amateurs, we're throwing you all into the pot. So, Hey, maybe your amateurs can, can work hard to get better against the pros and the pros can wipe the floor with the amateurs. I if it's how trials actually no. works. I'm not sure. I'm not That's sure this how is how the uh, sometimes works, and sometimes quick play works. I'm sure. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's sort of how all Everywhere. of these game modes work because there is no there, there is no pro and amateur split. It's just we're gonna throw you all on together, and you'll yeah, see what you get. Pro am tournament. That's it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's all pro am. So ranked uh -huh. play is fair matches, measure yourself, growth you can see and feel, and stakes that are always high. And the real life comparison for this is local recreational leagues. So n I understand this one. So this is like Little League and yeah. college football. Am I getting this? Not necessarily Little League, but local recreational. It could be anything from a company baseball team to a Little League, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so instead of having, you know, hey, instead of being in the casual playlist of, hey, we're going to show up at the gym and just see who's there. You know, we actually have some teams established and maybe we practice every now and again. You know, we're going to bring my team out to play your team. And yeah, whether yeah. it be at the gym, yeah, whether it be the gym, company softball, Company football, whatever, yeah, like like established teams playing each other, who you know aren't just aren't aren't just totally aren't just totally randos playing together. Just we have an established team. We're going to work together, and it's fun, but also there's some there's some you know competition there, friendly or otherwise. Okay, and then finally, private matches. Make the game that you want. Play with your friends and stay as long as you're having fun. And the real life comparison is. Is that already a thing? Sorry. Yeah. 
These we are already all have matches. Oh. Yeah, we, we do. We but also already have all, the, all these other things. That's kind of a real life comparison. But then game night with friends can be any of the other playlists as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is game night with friends, and then but but you can set up the rules. Say we're going to play poker, but we're going to use Doritos chips, and we're going to make twos wild. But that's their definitions, and that's what they want to kind of keep in mind for kind of how they've kind of broken up how season 19's playlist is going to be updated and what they kind of how they wanted to achieve their goals basically so who yeah. would like to tell us would would respawn like to tell us really about the pvp i mean yeah i you just cut me off and i was like i'll just roll with it well then season 19 playlist updates please Season 19 playlist updates we began our journey of crucible updates with a long look at what current offerings are in destiny 2 there are objective modes like control, elimination-centric modes like clash, and competitive modes like survival, elimination, or showdown. When going through the experience and looking at backend data, we felt it would be best to streamline some of these offerings and help focus player players on specific playlist offerings while meeting our player experience goals that we have listed above. Starting in Season 19, the Crucible screen will have the following options. Quick Plays 6v6. This is now a playlist with both Clash and Control. Uses loose skill-based matchmaking, SBMM, which we have tuned during Season 18. They also have Weekly Rotators 6v6 FFA. Future Farmers of America. There you go. (laughs) Free for all. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Rotates weekly between Momentum Control, Mayhem, Team Scorched, Rift, and rumble use purely connection-based matchmaking competitive division is next with freelance 3v3 this is now a playlist randomly picking survival rift and showdown these modes showcase a variety of playlists designed to show how good you really are uses sbmm setting built using concepts we've developed for loose sbmm tuning but tightened to match you more closely against opponents of your skill. I'm quite interested in that one to see how Rift 3v3 plays. Seeing as we've only ever played Rift in 6v6, I mean, Survival and Showdown were here before in kind of 3v3 and 4v4, but I'm really interested to see how the Rift plays out with that. Yeah, I'm also I'm also super curious about their tighter, loose, skill-based matchmaking. You notice that too, right? This, this, this... <laughs> This really feels like them saying, well, we want it to be skill-based, so we're going to have a looser skill-based in quick play, and then we're going to sort of tweak it for the competitive and just sort of see how they that plays out and right. see see what people like more. <laughs> that tweaky bums time. Dun, dun, dun. Um, crucible Labs, Crucible Labs, Crucible Labs. There it is. I was going to say, Parody, guess what? <gasps> it's back. It's here. It's coming. Crucible Labs. Uh, sir, sir, Crucible Labs has been here. It's not doing, and it's it, coming back next week. They, they actually have brought it back. Like it's been here before it, for a while now, mm. but it's but it's coming now with an actual like an actual lab, and tell us what it is. During season nineteen, Labs is showcasing a three v three rift with asymmetric maps. Labs has stacking point twenty five percent reputation booster, and Crucible Labs uses connection based matchmaking. <sighs> What does asymmetric maps mean? It means that they are going to be weighted differently. They're sort of like a a, a, a good side and a bad side. Okay. And, 
you know, like the maps you like more often, but the maps that are liked more will be seen more, and the ones that you don't like will be seen less. They'll no, still be seen, but they'll is. be seen less. Isn't yeah, I, asymmetric? It's like where maybe C is closer to B rather than A, but then A has a better route to get to. No, that's exactly what that means. Yes, okay. the, the maps are not symmetrical. Yeah, yeah sort, of, sort of one. Yeah, like sort of one swan has the advantage. Like sort of when they would do. Well, it wasn't showdown. I can't remember the, the one. The one where basically it was like the 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 attacking and defending, where like one team you sort of fight for B and then you either have to attack or, or defend your your sort of own spawn point. But I'm so, super curious how Rift is going to work with the asymmetric maps since the whole point is you're each going for that ball in the middle and then trying to basically you know, take it to the other team's zone. You swap sides probably like during mid match, like tennis. Right, so one guy's got the sun in his eyes for half the match, and now the other guy's got the sun in his eyes for half a match, right? Something like yeah. that, maybe. Rift, yeah. like halfway through the you know, y'all swap sides or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I'm, I'm I'm curious to see how that plays out. But regarding playing, you have private match. This will continue to act as your place to train up and sorry. This will continue to act as your place to train up in a giving mode. Play against your friends, host small tournaments, or mess with activity settings to make silly mode. I never really got into Halo, right? But one thing that I used to watch my brothers do all the time is they would build maps. And they would use these maps to like create like 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 places for them to ride their uh little four-wheeler things, whatever they're called. Um, and then like you would ride these huge maps where you're racing with four wheelers like 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 Sparrow Racing Lead, but you got somebody on the other side trying to shoot at you with rocket launchers while you're trying to race. You know, mm-hmm. you know. I would like to see something like that. You can just from from the top down make your own map. You bring, know, not just bring not the just, forge to Destiny. Yeah, is that what that was? The forge? Yeah, yeah. that yeah, that yeah, looks you, like you could be, you could build your own maps. Yeah, that's I, I spent a ton of time playing playing in the forge and and the whole just all the community community maps and game types and whatever we would just like go into playlists with and it would just like offer us up like hey here's here's a map where you're trying to race basically you know and destiny will be racing your sparrows across the map and then try not to fall you know sort of like rainbow road and mario kart race and try not to fall off the edge or get bumped off the edge go or guess what uh, destiny no more content drug if you give us the tools to create our own maps there will never be a content drought again oh there will they won't, because you can always make up your own game modes, make up your own racetracks, make up your own thing to do during a content drop that's going to be fun for you, you know? Well, you can do that in private matches anyway, can't you? No, no, you can. I know you can't craft a, a map. Build maps. Yeah. I'm, cool talking about craft, I'm talking about map crafting. I'm talking about bringing back Sparrow Racing League, but you can build your own maps and have people shooting at you with rocket launchers while you race. And also right? just have Sparrow Racing League as an option to do, because... Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So the Crucible screen will also update during the limited time PvP events. Trials of Osiris 3v3. When Trials is active, it replaces Crucible Labs. Trials uses ticket-based matchmaking, TBMM, and a flawless pool. Though we have some news on that below. Iron Banner slash Freelance 6v6. When Iron Banner is active, it replaces Quick Play. Iron Banner is going to be moving to loose skill-based matchmaking during Season 19. 
Here's an example of what it looks like, but you can't see my screen unless you're watching the stream. So we're going to go ahead and pass that. Well, no, we could yeah. describe it. So, so at the there's... moment, when you look at the Crucible screen, you've got... <laughs> at the moment, when you look at the Crucible screen, you've got the big button in the middle that says go and play control. So that is actually going to be replaced with the competitive playlist right in the middle. So and Perody and I are kind of, we're always saying this, you know, you're always drawn to that big button in the sky that says go here and play this. And this may not be the the right you guys are always saying we are yeah. we are creatures of habit we we hit the big button we know where the thing is on the ui and we're going to click it and then realize we're in the wrong spot yeah so now we've got the competitive one in the middle and then you've got the other two playlists either side and then below i think is is the free for all playlist and then below that is the private you matchup. know what you you've said something interesting i have that would be a nice quality of life improvement right because Think of it like this. Not not for PvP, because you don't have a whole lot of places to go for PvP. You're limited, right? But for PvE, if we could have like a search bar or a drop-down menu, right? Like, hey, I want to do the raid. I want to do, you know, the last wish. But I don't know where that's at. I don't know that it's on the dreaming city because I'm a new player. How can I start that raid, right? Well, or respawn. I want to do a dungeon. How respawn. can I find the dungeon? Respawn. I can tell you, if you go and watch our This Week in Destiny video, each week we tell you what the featured raid and the featured dungeon are with handy <laughs> little visuals to tell you where to go and look for them. Okay, cool. But if I don't Your know region. about this show, I don't know about that. I would like to have a drop-down menu of, you know, where's the dungeon at? Hey, here's a drop-down menu for dungeons only. Oh, cool. I can look at this list. And, and it gives me a little oh. indicator drop primary or not if, primary if, if yeah if well i could direct you to youtube.com where you could type in where is such a dungeon and <laughs> i can that's give not a game yeah but no you've th this is this is what we've banged on about for 200 episodes now bungie is bad about telling you what you can do in the game bungie has made or where you can find it well, not even what yeah where to find it is a big problem because even i a veteran if I want to go back and I want to do a particular dungeon, I'm searching the map for like five minutes. Was it the moon? No. Was it? What, okay. And come to find out that it, in fact, was on the moon, but the moon has two of them. And you got to go north to find the one that I was looking for. I was like, oh, duh. Okay. But like, if you're a new player and even existing players, it's just hard to find sometimes, man. If you don't just inherently know where it is, which, to be honest, I don't. Well, Bungie <laughs> can inherently tell you what the average population is and the player playtime per player is, if you mm -hmm. look at the modes below. Does that matter? I, I suppose. I mean, Iron Banner is high with the average population and high playtime per play. Control is also high with medium playtime per play. Trials of Osiris is medium average population, and the same with Survival, uh, with sometimes high and medium player playtime per play. We have Mayhem, which is high average population. Same with Momentum, because sometimes those are pretty cool to play. And again, with low playtime per play. Private matches, medium to low and medium playtime to play. And then the, the rest kind of slowly drop off with medium to low. Varies depending on what it is with Scorch and Clash. And then Rumble is very low with Showdown. Just low, low, low. So that's why they're kind of combining the playlists so that when you do click on a playlist, it gives you a variety. So you're not just kind of sitting in control for the rest of the day. It gives you a bit of, they're going to give you a bit of, um, what's the word? I don't know. Variety. 
variety Something. that's the word ah uh, yeah yeah it, it's basically you to have variety yeah so basically what this is telling me is if you're going to iron banner you're going to stay there for a while if you're going if you're going to you know lots of people are going to control they'll stay for, for you know long enough trials some of you are going in but if you're there you're there for a while survival sort of the same thing some people play it you're going to play it for a while mayhem and momentum control if you're you know a lot of people go in but they don't stay very long Private matches, again, sort of, they're sort of an outlier because they're, you're going in to test or to play with friends or to, you know, whatever. You're not really you know, being match made. So it's sort of, you're going there for a purpose. Elimination, not a ton of people going and they don't stay very long. And then Team Scorch, Clash, Rumble, and Showdown, not a ton of people go in and they don't stay very long. So those are, you know, th those are basically, we're going to group those into other things because there's not, not a reason to have them as their own little button on the PvP screen. Because they've greatly simpl simplified. Basically, there's like five buttons on the PvP screen once this update comes out. So it's like, here's the five places you can go. And some of them are going to change depending on if Trials is up or Iron Banner is up. So just less choice. And we're going to sort of group the population closer together. So, you know, your, your matchmaking time should be better. Hopefully the matchmaking will be better. And Iron Banner next season is getting basically the same matchmaking. Sort of that loose skill base that Control has right now. So that hasn't gone over great with the community. So we'll see how Iron Banner plays next season with that same matchmaking applied. I mean, I'm sure they're going to tweak it some between seasons, but have to. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see. So, what are our key? What are our key takeaways from all of this big chart that we just walked you through? Our key takeaways are talking about strategy and population. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, to no surprise, the champions of both number of daily slash weekly players and or play time per player, that's a lot of peace, are Iron Banner, Control, and Charles Osiris. Glory slash, or quote, or gosh, damn. Glory, which is ah! survival. Okay. Survival is not survival. Decent population. survival gets decent population and strong time per player. Rotators are kind of a mixed bag. Momentum Control and Mayhem get lots of players the weeks that are active, but don't come close to getting as much playtime as other offerings. Clash and Scorch do better or worse, depending on the season and weekly offering. Finally, we get to the always-on options, Elimination, Rumble, and Private Match. You would think that since Private Match offers no intrinsic rewards, drops, bounties, etc., it would have the fewest players and the least playtime, but you would be wrong for it wrong. Obviously, because that's where people handle their 1v1s. Duh. And where all the people who are testing weapons go into test weapons. Yes, that is, that, that is very useful. Uh, with the findings above, we've decided to move some modes around. We've heard from players that generally enjoy Clash and would love to see it more often, so we created the Quick Play playlist to feature both Control and Clash. Now, does that mean it's on a rotator, or does that mean they're both there at the same time? Like, I play a match of Control, the next match yes. is going to be Clash, the next one's going to be Control. Hopefully, hopefully that's what it's going to be. In theory, yes. I mean, yes, yeah. you press that button, you'll get either Control or Clash at red. Or both. Well, not or both at the same time. Why not? I mean, I mean, to be fair, you're going to play control like you play Clash because nobody plays control <laughs> to control, so you're not wrong. Exactly. Uh, to help focus player populations and invite more players to engage in the solo crucible combat of Rumble, 
I actually, believe it or not, I play Rumble more than I play the other modes. It's just a little bit frightening. Uh, we'll be moving to this mode to our weekly rotator playlist a few times a season. Elimination will be unique to Trials of Osiris or private match if players would like to practice. And Showdown has been moved to the competitive division playlist to give some variety as players climb to new divisions. Have you guys played Rumble? Yeah, on occasion, yeah. Honestly, often, I but... think Rumble's easier than like the other game modes, right? Because Rumble, Rumble is like the it, it feeds the paranoia in me. Like literally, everyone is out to get you. So <laughs> yeah. you have no teammates. You see somebody on the map, you kill them because they're going to try to kill you, right? So yeah. it definitely feeds into the paranoia, and it's way easier to play that because you just shoot everyone. Anything that moves, yeah. Yeah, so Rumble is, <laughs> Rumble is, is there six players, and it's a free-for-all. It's six players on the map. Each of you, each of you are out to kill each other. I think it's, I think it's six. Yeah, it's six, yeah. Yeah. What? It's, it's yeah, yeah, six players go in, and then you're all trying to kill each other. Whoever has the most kills wins. Period, oh, full stop. Always, That's it. I could have sworn it was 10 before. Whatever. Uh, as, always, right, we'll guys. <laughs> as always, we'll monitor four. four. What's that? The paranoia oh. adds four extra players. <laughs> <laughs> as always, we'll be monitoring the experience, conversation, and data as these refresh playlists roll out. Uh, nothing is set in stone, and we're excited to see how these evolve over time. Squirrel time! Squirrel! Because you brought it up. No. Nope. 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 Luke Skywalker in his older form when he's wearing all black and whatnot, chasing him down and trying to kill him. But he was just fighting to survive, right? Fighting for his life. And then, and then as he's clashing with Superman, yes, weird. Superman's like, uh, we can't allow your darkness to continue. And he goes, wait, who do you think I am? And they thought that he was uh, like a Sith Lord or whatever. He goes, no, I'm just a Jedi, dude. And then he goes, oh, well, you can't get upset at us for confusing because, you know, and then it, it, in my dream, it did a pan from Luke's feet to his head. And yeah, he's wearing all black, right? He's got one mechanical arm. He's slinging magic, right? Or the force, right? So yeah, in their mind, obviously, he's a bad guy. <laughs> trying to chase him down. So yeah, squirrel moment over. Crucible rewards. Uh, starting in season 19, players will have new triumphs and new titles to chase. When creating this new title, we had many goals centered around ways players for players to express their crucible prowess. Slaying enemies, capturing objectives. <laughs> capturing objectives, yes. And even climbing through some of the divisions of our new competitive division, which we will speak to in depth towards the end of our crucible write-up. Say hello to Glorious! It will be glorious! When it comes to gilding, we've taken a pass on the requirements for Unbroken to relieve stress. Wind streaks and sorry, wind streaks and reaching specific glory thresholds over multiple seasons are no longer required. Okay, cool. We'll be challenging you to win a number of matches during a given season and reach the adept division. More on that below for gilding. But all of this can be accomplished with a single season. If you see someone with a gilded glorious, you know they are the best of the best. Well, for right now, 
right? If if you see someone with gilded glorious right now, you know they got a, a giant wee wee. You know what I mean? So you because because it's hard right to do now. Huh? You won't, it's you impossible won't see any, to do now. Yeah, you won't see anybody it. with the glorious because it's not a thing. And if, if it they have, they've, they've hacked the game. They've hacked the game. Right, I will bow down to their, current, their greatness. Current, oh, PP pipe, you made it for once. Um, if, I, if I see I'm broken or flawless, that I worry. If I see you as glorious, then you're running a hacked build of the game. Which one's the normal PvP one? Normal unbroken. PvP. That's unbroken. Right? Yeah. So but if you see somebody with unbroken, that one's hard. Yeah. Don't be the silly. You don't see the unbroken. You see the red outline of the guy running away that says unbroken. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you mean after he's already killed you? <laughs> no, you no and the sees, whole team. Yeah, no one, no one sees the unbroken characters. You you just die to them over and over again. Yeah. You see their names in your kill feed, right? Um, <laughs> Lord Shaxx, Ingram, focusing. Starting in season 19, Yay. Lord Shaxx will offer the ability for players to... Oh, it gets better. Because not only can you focus Ingrams, you don't need an Ingram to focus. Eh? Eh? This, this is a beautiful bungee. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for this quality of life update. As somebody who currently has 88 Ingrams sitting in their Lord Shacks thing, I don't want a police to focus them. I'm very right. happy about them. Doesn't help me now, but it'll help me next season. I hope they get rid of the, the whole Ingrams at, entirely and just let us do this for all the other vendors, too. In my opinion, Shacks is actually ahead of the curve, right? Crucible weapons and armor. Okay. Crucible would be the fourth of the core rituals after Trials of Osiris, Gambit, and Iron Banner to get comprehensive Ingram focusing options, helping players target specific pieces of gear that they've been hunting. Crucible Engrams. Crucible Engrams will be a virtual currency and live exclusively on the rank progress bar of Lord Shacks. Crucible Engrams may be opened individually by players directly on Shacks. Crucible Gear Focusing. You can focus the Crucible Engram directly into either Crucible Armor or Crucible Weapons. Crucible Gear Focusing cost for Season 19. One Crucible Engram, 10,000 Glimmer, 50 Legendary Shards. Crucible Engrams... Do not need to be claimed in order to be spent on focusing. See notes below. Again, Crucible Ingrams do not need to be claimed in order to be spent on focusing. That is amazing. Individual pieces of gear must have been acquired at least once prior to being available for focusing. Crucible armor available for focusing in Season 19 will be the Clutch X-Tall set. They say that like it's existed before. Let's see if it's true. It does yeah. exist. Okay. Mm -hmm. Has for many, many years now. Yeah. Well, there you go. Wow. That is super familiar. And that's like, they're just going to give you more of the same. Cool, Bungie. Thanks for not being original. Yeah, but you can focus it. So you can go from a 55 stat to a 56 stat or by, maybe back down to a 54 stat. Does anybody out there <laughs> wear normal Crucible? I know people wear trials i know people wear iron banner does anybody wear regular crucible armor yeah some of the crucible armor is really nice with the like the the eagle on the arms and things like that. especially some of those hunter gauntlets where you've got the the knife pointing out. Wear is is that is that the set that has like the furry blind neck on the titan 
I'm trying to get. A, I'm trying to find a picture of the of the. Oh yeah, there set. is a, there. Yeah, there's a crucible set with the chess piece for the Titan, isn't it? With the yeah, it has the like e feathers eagle, or fur that yeah, come around. Eagle on the chest, the red emblem, and then it's got the big feathers around. Yeah, a lot of people I see rocking that. I don't goes, see any feathers on this armor for any class. I see no. the eagle on the chest. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. No okay, wrong. Okay, I was thinking of a different set then. Yeah. So now this isn't the one I love, but yeah, it, it's a fine set. Here we'll put a. What weapons? What weapons can I focus? Okay. Well, you can focus stars and shadow pulse rifle. The knee, the kneening, keening. Yeah, that's that one. Uh, what is that? What's the keening? Sidearm. Sidearm. Frozen orbit, which is a sniper, Sorry. right? Yep. Survivor's mm -hmm. epitaph is hand cannon. What is hand cannon? Sorrow's verse. Don't know. Auto rifle. Auto rifle. Price inverted. Hand cannon. Riptide. That's an auto Fusion rifle. rifle. Fusion rifle. And out of bounds. SMG. SMG. And if only he looked at the picture just below that he could clarify which each item was. The picture doesn't tell me what they all are. Look at the picture. The picture shows a pulse rifle. It shows a sidearm. It shows a sniper. It doesn't they tell me what they are. In order of how they are in order. they're in order. I would not have made that assumption. No, no. I know those weapons by what they are called. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that that is the Stars in Shadow, which is the first one. Well, that I one I know. It's the Keening yes. for the second one. I know that's the first one. You'd have one. to play Crucible to know. Yeah, you'd have to play Crucible. <laughs> I know that auto rifle. I got a couple of really good rolls on that auto rifle. Um, brand new Crucible weapons are only available as drops during their introductory season and are then available for focusing the following season. Uh, other shacks changes. The kill tracker ghost shell will no longer appear at Lord Shacks if it has already been acquired. Nice. Yeah, it may be reacquired that is still there. <laughs> it's just hanging it out there. It just it hangs there. It, I, I collected it the first season. I was able to get it, and it's just like hung it's like, there. You have me, yeah. but you don't use me. You yeah, it just it's just been there ever since. And I'm back glad when, back when you couldn't track on every ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, the, and so basically, this is the same, you know, the same thing where we talked about like Gambit. If you're looking for like, you know, the new Gambit Crucible weapon of the season, it was a hand cannon a while back. It's the um, yesteryear rifle. pulse rifle this season. Yeah. So same thing. If it's a current season, you can't focus it. You have to just play it till it drops, and then the next season it'll be in the pool to focus. <laughs> Note: Shax is using new Ingram system that lets us use the Ingram stored directly on the vendor for focusing, rather than needing to pull it into your Ingram inventory. Making this change is more convenient for you and lets us more easily shift the main cost burden from lots of legendary shards and glimmer to multiple engrams. While the current costs are similar to Gambit's, expect a larger focusing rebalancing pass. Read lower. Glimmer and legendary shards cost. With Lightfall, as well as all of the ritual vendors converted over into this new system, a wallet item showing you all of the various engram counts will be available in Season 20. Very nice. Yeah, yes. I'm very excited about that. So, I wonder if there's a limit. Like, can you just have like five thousand just hanging out right there? It's whatever you can max it out to for that season. So remember, you, you can, could you, can you have, have hundreds at least. There. You can have hundreds there <laughs> as long as you claim them before the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Nice. It always resets. Yep. Nice. And there, there's your there's your uh, legendary shard storage, right? Legendary shard storage and glimmer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those of you that have already glimmer and legendary shards, boom, there you go. Now, what happens to the world, Ingram? You know how we just get 
drops all the time from the world playlist and whatnot. What happens with those? Are those going to go away and just going to go to um, we'll, we'll Zavala? When, when they re, we work, yeah, rework those. Yeah, need to. that's interesting. Additionally, ways for players to earn older Crucible armor sets through focusing in Season 20 when Lightfall releases. I messed that up. Okay. <laughs> we previously announced Legacy Focusing for Trials, Nightfall, and the Iron Banana. And this applies to armor sets as well. If you've been asking for the return of the Exile armor set or eyeballing some older Iron Banner pieces, Samurai, Parody, we're looking for you. We're looking forward to having those available once more. Stay tuned for more details. Honestly, there's a uh, lot of Iron Banner armor out there that's really good. I think yeah, the samurai, it, the wolf, the seashell uh, was awful. I don't know why they did that. We, we don't. We don't. We don't speak of the. We don't speak of the seeking. But yeah, no. no I, <laughs> I have. I have all those ornaments available to me. I've only unlocked some of them. Not looking yeah. at you, seashell king. Yeah. yeah. If it's um, Iron Banner, I've already got it. Maybe the Trials stuff, I, I, some of the older armor that I haven't got, which I then can complete the sets, which would be quite nice. Trials weapons were nice, but honestly, back when I did used to play Trials without having somebody drag me in, the only reason I would go was because of the sick armor. Honestly. But, like, these Trials armors have just not been living up to previous You mean fashion. you don't like to be a monkey? Not really. I'd rather be a wolf, if we're being honest. Well, if you want to be a wolf, <laughs> they are introducing Iron Banner Fortress. What is that? New, new, new game mode for Iron Banner. So I'm back in Season of the Haunted. New, new, new. Back in Season of Haunted, Saladin re-established the Iron Banner as the twice-a-season PvP celebration for everyone. Boo, we want it more. Did, did, did he establish that as twice a season? Or did Bungie say that? Because I don't feel like you told us that. You just have taken it from three times to two times as it go, no, it's a thing now. Yeah, Why does it have it. to be a road here anyway? Anybody, Bungie, can, can anybody so. Bungie say so, because they want to put other game modes in for different weeks and get you to play them. Mm, mm. I, I think it should be a permanent thing, though. You know, I, I I do I, I like it as a rotator because it gives you something to do. I like I like that the I like that it is a rotator because if it was there all season, I would not play it all season. There's not enough to lure you back all season long. I like that it's. Well, no, I no, wish no, it were okay. more than two weeks, but I but I I wish it were just like part of the normal rotation, so it was up like four or five times a season, so, as opposed to here's your two weeks. Hope you don't yeah. hope you can play it. all season, right? But instead of having a rotator of whether it comes back, that rotator would be replaced with a weapon refresh, right? Yeah, well, so they're not going to do that either. So it, it's well, still... I know that's not, but, you know, I mean, having it go and come is just aggravating. So guardians from all around wear their flaming iron banner armor and complete for the love of the competition. Do, do we wear the flaming armor or do we swap it out for something else? Because the CCLs thing is, is just not doing it for a spongy. Time to wake up. Go to work. Okay. Yep. Time to wake up for work. We've brought Rift into Destiny 2 and introduced our first new mode since Team Scorched Iron Banner Eruption. We want to continue this tradition of introducing unique spins on the existing modes. So for Season 19, let us introduce you to Iron Banner Fortress. <laughs> 
In Iron Banner Fortress, the core gameplay is capture and hold zones. If that sounds like zone control to you, you'd be right. The real fun begins. <laughs> the real fun but, begins when Keitel gets but. involved. And that's it. They're going to just leave you with a picture. Yeah. So they do have a picture of this, you know, cabal turret just laying waste into this guardian. Actually, no, two cabal turrets. So I'm really curious if this is going to be like a king of the hill type. You know, it's it's zone, it's it's control, but is it like you know offense and defense? I'm trying to take your zone. You're trying to take my zone, or king of the hill. You know, I, I sit here and try to defend you. I I would like a little bit more. And can I drop cabal drop pots on people's heads? Is that a thing I can do? Because Bungie, that that's all I've ever wanted. Just g- give me give me the ability to drop drop pots on people. That's it. I'd be Are very you? happy. Yeah, I'm not sure how this is going to play out. You know, if you capture a point, it it drops a kind of turret, and then it defends that. You have to kill the turret, so you have to kill the turret before you can then capture the zone, and then you can put your own turret down. It's going yeah, to be I mean, interesting to see how many turrets you can place on your your control point. So yeah, I mean, maybe it's just I can, one. I, I can be a turret, so I'm not sure the lore of the turret is all that exciting because it doesn't usually work out very well in Iron Banner. But I guess we'll, we'll see. The thing is, if you get one of those turrets placed down and there's two warlocks, you can have the Child of the Old Gods, you can have the Ark Buddies, Ooh. you can have Ooh. the No Time to Explain <laughs> Buddies, you can have all the buddies on one capture point with two warlocks. That's going to be interesting. I can just, I can imagine, no, no, I am imagining Parody giving himself a competition against an actual turret. Like, oh yeah? You think you can kill more than me? Sweet business. Just, 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 Which, just uh, yeah. fight with an inanimate object for who can get more kills, right? Yeah, the, turret, the turret's gonna win. It has, it has better aim assist and perfect in air accuracy. It doesn't go in air. Exactly. <laughs> in season nineteen, players can expect to earn a few returning Iron Banner weapons, not since the early days of Destiny Two. So, if auto rifles or slug shotguns are your thing, Daladin has something special for you. So they're not going to mm-hmm. tell you what it is. But I think from the picture that's in the actual twelve is the Ganora's axe, which is a Ganora's axe. Yep, gotcha. yep. <laughs> it's a pinpoint slug frame arc, yeah, arc shotgun with an impact, a base impact of seventy, a range of seventy-seven, and a stability of fifty-four. And the RPM is sixty-five with a magazine of six, with a recoil direction of fifty-one. And the auto rifle, which I've kind of narrowed down. Hopefully, I should be getting this one right, is the Ormond's Anvil, which is a kinetic precision frame auto rifle, which is a 450, which is pretty hot at the, this point in time. So that's really good. Impact of 29, base range of 75, stability of 46, uh, 33 in the magazine, and a recoil direction of 75. So hopefully those are the ones that are actually coming back. Otherwise, I could be wrong and I have egg on my face for telling you those. But it looks like those are the the ones because I think we've had all the other auto rifles and shotguns come back. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, those yes. weapons, yeah, those weapons will be returning with updated random rolls, fresh perks from the last few seasons, and the Iron Banner origin trait. And they're looking forward to seeing what rolls you chase. You specifically respawn because we know that you don't go into Iron Banner. If 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 you got me going to the Iron Banner, you better have a big old carrot at the end of that. I have button. below. There's a picture of the Wolf Hood 
that you can be as a okay. hunter. That's a pretty good carrot. <laughs> pretty good carrot, I ain't gonna lie. Put it in the center, you've got all the attentions of, yeah, you've got all the hunter's attentions there. So that's mm-hmm. not all. It's a, been about a year since our last Iron Banner armor refresh. So there you go. True. True. You're, you're going to get the Taken King era of Iron Banner. So Destiny 1 sets come back. They do look nice and refreshed. So I wonder how the kind of, they're actually going to uh, look. Detail-wise, yeah. Detail. I agree. Yeah. They, they got some details going on that are pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. War- Warlocks, I- I'm sorry, your, your helmet just looks like a Warlock helmet. But yeah, this is the Hunter Wolf Hood and the Titan uh, Mohawk. Which, yes, yes, please, I mean, them right. immediately. Yes. So that that's the Iron Banner. That's all they're telling you. We told you a little bit extra because we did a bit of research. But Parody is going to tell you about their new matchmaking techniques that they're going to implement, and the fire team based matchmaking. So there will theoretically be some fire based fire team based matchmaking. Ooh. But again, there'll be some fire team based matchmaking. So starting in season nineteen, they'll be testing a new quick play matchmaking parameter that should excite many of you. Fire team based matchmaking, FBMM. Mm. At a high concept, it basically means we're going to take your fire team's makeup to match your opponents. Because today it basically takes whoever the leader is and matches you, which is a terrible way to do it. So if you join a matchmaking queue as a full team of six, you should generally match against another full team. Depending on how long you wait in matchmaking, it might start to, you know, basically give you five against a solo, basically, you know, loosen those parameters so you're not waiting forever if there's just not another team of six hanging around in your area. So if you wait longer, you might play against a fire team of, you know, four plus a duo or two solos. If you're a smaller fire team, you might match with a larger fire team against two fire teams of a similar size or against all smaller fire teams. Basically, they're going to try to can actually take fire teams into matchmaking account when they do this, as opposed to just ignoring them entirely. So as with all of our other matchmaking parameters, as explained in the season 18 twelve, fire-based Fireteam-based matchmaking can be loose or strict, as we want. For quick play, they're going to be fairly generous, allowing the slightly mismatched fire teams if skill is similar and connections are fast. So once they've had ample time to test these and look at these, they're going to roll them out into more things like Iron Banner, Trials, and more. As the next season starts, just before a holiday period, we'll be taking a bit of time to make sure these things are solid. Expect more news and updates in January. And if you're sitting at the high end, which we are not sitting at the high end, but if you're sitting at the high end... They're going to hopefully improve the connection at that end. So over the last season, they've been adjusting and and monitoring the loose the ah, the loose skill based matchmaking settings that were applied in quick play. While they're seeing better matches for many players, we're also seeing issues with player connections when they're getting into the higher skill bands. So to address this, they're basically going to roll out a second new matchmaking feature. Yes, our programmers and tech designers have been busy. Called wait for it, dynamic skill ranges. So DSR, at a high level, this feature increases the skill window and our system looks for matchmaking if you're in a low population skill bracket during a particular low population time. So if you're at, you know, 2.30 a.m. Pacific while many are sleeping or waking up, not a lot of people on, a very low population, it's going to go try to find, you know, use some better other people to play with as opposed to say, find me other high skill players at 2.30 in the morning where I am. So the intention is to increase the window to give these players at low population times additional good connections to choose from without harming the skill balance significantly. So they see this as the next evolution in the loose skill-based matchmaking they introduced in Season 18. And due to timing, holidays! We hope to roll out dynamic skill ranges sometime in January. So they do expect it to significantly increase connection time 
qualities, it matches. Let's try that again. They're going to inc significantly increase the connection time qualities and matches for high skill players in control. You don't want to set a firm date yet because holidays and they're still, you know, tuning in and working on it. But when it gets closer to live, they'll tell us about it. And quitter suspensions, everyone's favorite thing. So during season 18 and the rollout of skill based matchmaking, we applied our, we, I'm sorry, we applied our competitive quitter penalty to quick play to help ensure skill brackets were getting fair and competitive matches. Though it was done as an emergency measure, they eventually made it so, qu so quick play had its own quitter tracking system and didn't share the one they used with competitive and trials. So as season 19, they're going to make some changes. Lower the amount of suspension time handed out for serial quitting in the quick play playlist because the stakes are just lower. Added the amount of time remaining to all suspension messages and made the messages trigger when clicking on the node. If you want to know how much time you had left before you can play again, the information is now available as opposed to just having to guess and remember what it said the first time. Yeah. And as we continue to roll out both the new, you know, uh, fire team based and the dynamic skill ranges, which may address players' feedback surrounding the SBMM and Quick Play, we'll be reevaluating all of these things and the need for a quitter penalty in Quick Play at all. So, as always, Bungie enjoys being transparent about the matchmaking changes. Expect notifications from our awesome community and support teams on various social channels when they've made updates to matchmaking in any node. So, before we move into Trials of Osiris Respawn, shall we tell people now about the competition? Because we've teased them at the beginning that it could happen at any point. Do sure. we t do we tell them now, or do we just carry on reading and then drop it in later? Well, well, we'll could could this be of, the mid point we'll of the tease? Right now, right. So part of it is now. what you were talking about before, well, right? Well, no, so, don't tell them part of it. Tell them all of the competition. Okay. Well, there's a part that you don't even know about that I decided is going to be part of it. But oh, dear God. the parts that you have decided are you have to follow. Well, shall I explain it? Okay. You do that. Yes, thank you. So for the competition, the, the main part of it that we'd like you to do, that you don't necessarily have to actually do anything. We don't want you to dress up. We don't want you to send clips. We don't want you to send voicemails or anything like that. Uh, before well, we go okay, into that. Okay. He's going to do something else in a second. But what Which we would like you to do is to head on over to our YouTube channel. We'd like you to subscribe. We'd like you to also watch at least an hour's worth of anything, any of our content, just an hour's worth of content, because there are various goals on YouTube of hitting a thousand subscribers and watch hours. I think it's 4,000 hours in total for us to then be able to be monetized on YouTube and actually get some revenue from those silly little ads that you see at the beginning or halfway through whatever video you're watching so that we could actually grow the channel and do more stuff for you guys out there like com more competitions because we'd like to give back to the community and help the community as much as we can so what we'd really like is for you to subscribe to our youtube channel make sure that your profile is open because this is something I, I kind of looked into for researching how to do this and how to look who our subscribers are you need to have a, an open profile so that we can see that you have subscribed to our channel so that when we come to draw this thing that we can actually go, oh, yes, so-and-so has actually, we can see who that is. Because at the moment, I think we've got 350-odd subscribers and only about 200 of them, yeah, only about 200 of them are visible. So if you have already subscribed, you're halfway there. So could you just could you just go and watch, you know, an hour at minimal to 
to kind of get our viewing numbers up on YouTube. And with that, also, if you've got time or if you can, go to the Two Titans and Hunter Twitch page and follow us on Twitch. Because at the same time, we could also click a button on Twitch, but we're not going to at this point in time because it also hinders if we want to do kind of stream to both platforms because if we say that we want to be an affiliate over on twitch then we can get revenue from the ads at the beginning of that but it then says we have to only stream to twitch and not youtube because at the moment we can stream to youtube and twitch because we haven't clicked any buttons to say we're going to go with one platform or the other we'd like mm -hmm. to kind of keep both platforms open for people to kind of come to us as they can kind of get to us so we'd like a follow over there a subscribe over there and some watch hours on YouTube. Uh, we if that is possible. would like to stay that way. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So all the things he just said. <laughs> what are you adding to this to the mix? I. So. We have we have my opening for the respawn channel, right? And we have the two titans opening, right? That you put on every video and that I use whenever I'm I'm doing our show. You know what both of those lack that we've never brought brought up before? Is we don't have any lyrics to our opening and closing songs. So for my part of the competition, what I want is I want to see you guys for I don't know, what what's an average opening? Like a minute, a minute thirty, right? Give us what you think would be the best lyrics for the two titans and a hunter opening and or closing uh songs right it could be whatever you want you could be serious about it you could talk you know you know how about we're we're two titans and a hunter and we do a show or whatever you know serious lyrics or you can be silly with it whatever you want i just i i want you can write it down if you're uncomfortable singing it or whatever but what i really want to do is i want to hear you singing the lyrics that you've come up with with soundbite that's what i really really want to hear you can submit it in writing and we'll you know do the best that we can to sing it for you with whatever you had in your mind but you know if we do it ourselves then you know you leave it open to us even more than it would have been before so i want lyrics to our intro slash outro and i want to see what y'all can come up with for the three of us for the one of us, you can have one for parody, one for me, and one for him that rotate on a weekly basis. I don't care. However you guys want to do it. You want to do all three of us? You want to do one of us at a time? You want to do a combination? Whatever you want to do, I want to see what you guys come up with. So in, in addition to what he says, we have in our Discord a competition submission channel. Submit your audio clips or your text files with your names so we can identify you of the lyrics for the two titans and a hunter intro outro and i want to see what you guys come up with so oh, again well, it's gonna be about a minute and a half what I was, I was gonna say oh if you can't join our discord like some of our listeners can't if you email us over at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com i can then drop them into the the discord thing so that we can all have a look at it Somebody just says, what if they just do a bunch of clips of me yelling and screaming? I was like, if you can make it into an intro, you can make it lyrically work. Have at it. Yeah, be yeah. as creative as you want to be. I want to see what you guys come up with. And the winner 
Oh, it's obviously. Get it, get, well, go ahead. I was going to say we've told them what the requirements are. That you know, apart from clicking a few buttons and watching a bit of YouTube, mm-hmm. and and now writing some song lyrics, what is the prize that we are offering? Because obviously this is episode two hundred, and it's a grand yes. episode. So there must be a grand prize to go along with such a an epic grand competition. Prize is actually, twofold. Oh, the first part is more. your lyrics will be played at at a very minimum on the Twitch opening, and hopefully I can convince Night Demon to at least every now and again play it for the show opening. And if, if it's, it's clean, enough, it might be clean, the yeah. new show opening. Yes, if if it's clean, then absolutely. Or closing, opening or closing, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's the first prize. Second prize is a four hundred dollar gift card. Surely, and I say gift price. I say a gift card because it's just going to be like one of those like Amazon credit cards you can use anywhere. It's not going to be Steam. It's not going to be Xbox. It's like it's going to be something you can use anywhere for whatever you want. And I say four hundred because that was the cost at the time I looked it up for the average cost for an Xbox, the new Xboxes, the new Playstations. Okay. So, you want to use it to get a new Xbox or PlayStation to play Destiny? Great. You want to use it to pay some bills you've been struggling with? Completely up to you. The point is, you're going to get $400 to use whatever you want for if you win the competition. There is one grand prize winner. There's not going to be multiple. There's going to be one. We're going to... How we judge it, we haven't figured that out yet. It's probably going to be community judged first to like the top 10. And then we'll, the three of us will take it over. No, after I, I think this is where the patrons step in, to be honest. I think the huh? patrons have exclusivity on what the, what the winning lyrics are. I, oh, I okay. So, you th- okay. So, uh, so we gotta, we gotta give it a top 10 though, right? We gotta give them a top 10. So how do we get it to like a top 10? Well, no, we, you want we just, to community think, voted on, or you want us to get it to a top ten and then give it to the patrons? How you want? To I, do I think we should just give it to the patrons. I think the, you patrons, think so? the patrons are there; they know what we like. I say that we give it to them. That is their privilege of being patrons of the show. So, if you want to judge your own lyrics, join and become a patron, and then vote for yourself. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's open open to our patrons as well. Oh, yeah, no, they can absolutely compete. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> no, there was no exclusivity in this. Only the hosts are excluded, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean the three of us. I'm not talking guest hosts. Guest hosts, if you've been on the show before, as a host, you are still able to compete, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, again, $400, grand prize, use it whatever you want to. Your legs will be used in the show. It's bonus points from me, anyway. If you submit an audio clip, that way we don't have to try to figure out how you wanted it to sound. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah. Uh, it, plus, if you give us an audio clip, he can just put that in the show intro or outro, whatever. Right. So makes it easier for us. But yeah, that is what it is. Watch our content, like our channels, or follow the channels. Yeah, and then submit lyrics, and uh, those those are the three steps you got to do. Uh, when you submit the lyrics, if your name is different, like on a YouTube or the the Twitch chat, make sure to document what your other names are so we can verify that you've you know liked and followed, right? And we don't want to leave anybody out. So if you have different names on those platforms, uh, identify yourself somehow so that we can verify and make you eligible. Okay. And I think and... There's a time limit on this of. Oh, there's once, absolutely a time limit. Yeah. Once we hit 
the thousand subscribers on YouTube and the 4,000 hours watched. I think at that point, that should give, I mean, we've got more than a thousand listeners. So each and every one of you, if you go and hit that subscribe button over on YouTube and you watch an hour, that I think in itself will be enough. So this competition could be drawn in the next couple of weeks or it could last a whole month. You guys decide how long this is going to take you to earn that sweet, sweet cash. Let's stretch this out a bit. The holidays are coming up. Let's, let's try to break it well, after you, Christmas. You, you <laughs> might want it before Christmas. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned to this point. show to find mm -hmm. out if and when we are close to that goal or if we've achieved that goal. Only you guys can make this happen for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in order, make it in order for us to afford this four hundred dollars plus any other competitions we want to have, at, at some point we're gonna to have to be affiliated. We have a Patreon, which is great. We love you guys. Thanks so much for your contributions. But eventually we're gonna to have to start making more money. And the more money we make, the more competitions like this we're gonna do. You know, like I am all about giving away free stuff. stuff. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We've got Lightfall coming up. If we can yeah. get some sweet YouTube cash, we can, you know give people some downloadable codes or, you know, give them the, the, the amount that it is for Lightfall. So that they oh, can, yeah. You know, so if buy, you're buying buy you know, buy you yeah. uh, maybe pay for a ticket for you to come to a Guardian Con in Florida, meet up with me and Gator, you know, who knows? A lot of stuff is on the table once we start being able to finance a show. So many doors can open up, you know, and having a, an all-expenses-paid trip to Florida to, to a Guardian Con might not be a grand prize for next year. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. So, you know, <laughs> help us get that uh, HelloFresh endorsement so that we too can give you 70% off HelloFresh Hello Fresh or Manscaped <laughs> or, or Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How cool we... would it be if Raid Shadow <laughs> Legends literally gave you an Xbox or a PlayStation? Or lightful, just mm -hmm. anything to do with it. Or oh, some silver. You could have. We could give away silver bundles. You know. I have poopery in my bathroom. Squirrel. We have this stuff here in my house, dude. This stuff works so well. Sorry, uh, squirrel moment. But somebody brought it up. Sorry. He's like poopery, dude. This stuff works so well. If you haven't tried poopery, you're doing yourself a disservice. It works so well. Sorry. <laughs> bit of a tangent there love so yeah there you go there's our competition we will hopefully reiterate it again at some point next week we'll just replay this sound clip right here no again. Th this was a mess this was a mess because you decided to add extra bits as we were doing a competition well no i, I wanted the lyrics i, I really i know you want lyrics i do and i think i think this is a good opportunity for them to contribute you know what i'm saying well not to contribute, that's not the right word. For them to participate, for them to interact with us directly by giving us something we've never had. We've never had lyrics for the show, ever. We've only ever had sound. So I want to see what people think about us and what our lyrics would be if we had them. And I, I think this could be potentially hilarious. <laughs> I am really looking forward to this. So there you go. There is our competition right in the middle of what we are talking about with crucible so we're going to carry on with crucible like nothing happened so if if you missed the competition because you were trying to flick through and try and listen to the competition it's gone you, it, it was it was a while back and i'm not going it's to tell you because i had one listener until you brought up competition and then it jumped to five 
Like, <laughs> no, like seriously, like how did that happen? Did Parody chat to everybody in the chat? Hey guys, go listen or, or something or what? I don't know. It's, but we went it, from no, one to just, five. It, it's just Parody on on all his um, PCs. <laughs> oh my God. He's got us slide into each PC. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him the views. I'll give him the hours. Views? views? I need $400. What if I give us all the views? No, yeah. Parody can't do it. You're not eligible. Appreciate it, though. So, Trials <laughs> of Osiris. While Season 19 has much of its focus on general Crucible play, on general Crucible playlists, matchmaking, and the introduction of competitive division, we do have some upkeep plans for Trials of Osiris. For starters, we're following the tradition with two new weapon rewards for players to hunt for. Whether you are hungry for a base model or the fabled adept version, we have a new machine gun and a 140, 140 RPM hand cannon up for grabs. So that's a new one, not a reprised one. So that's quite interesting. And I know we've, we're, like we've said over the last couple of weeks, we're losing two, but it's nice to get something new. Sure is. And they're not going to show you an example of Saint-14's vendor screen because they don't want to spoil any gear, icons, or watermarks for the new season just yet. Mm, the watermarks, yes. Mm. So you can, you can kind of yeah, kind of guess at what it's going to be. Additionally, we're looking into adding fireteam-based matchmaking into Trials of Osiris in the future. By introducing these matchmaking changes to the playlist, we're looking to provide a larger sense of fairness for smaller fireteams and, elimin and eliminate the need for the freelance node. Solos can match solos or fill for teams of duos. Fire teams of three will match fire teams of three. While we don't have any changes to the flawless pool for season 19, we are working on a new paradigm that removes the flawless pool but still provides protection for players working on trials reputation rewards. Expect more information later in season 19 as our goal is to have trials labs during season 20. For the year of lightfall, maps. This past year we saw the return of two new so the return of two Destiny 2 maps, Eternity and Vostok. One map from Destiny 1, which was Cathedral of Dusk, and a brand new map set on the Sabathine's throne world, Disjunction. Much of our focus for this year of map content was giving players some large spaces, lanes for sniping, and a bit of a range for pulse rifles, scouts, and other ranged options. For the coming year, we are going to be bringing back two more maps from the earlier Destiny 2, We've just started production on a brand new map, which we expect to be released in the year of Lightfall. Also, this might be for you, not for you, Respawn, or me, but if you have some experience in creating gameplay spaces and would like to join us in creating Destiny content, be sure to check out our careers page, specifically keep an eye out for World Art listing in the future. Would you like to tell us about the competitive divisions? <laughs> yes, I would actually. I was looking forward to this. Okay. After the changes to Charles Osiris, Gambit, and Iron Banner uh, the last few seasons, we knew we had to look at our ranked play experience next. While Glory Playlist had been home to our 3v3 skill based offering for years, it had fallen behind in the rewards department since we sunset the pinnacle weapons and the quests in Beyond Light. Additionally, it was built into hybrid skill slash persistence model to enable more players to get the top ranks than you would normally expect on a bell curve. We knew we had to revisit the reward structure as well as the as well as well fit the ranking system to more closely reflect player skill. We also want to create something that would be familiar to players of other competitive games in multiple genres while adding our own flair. Goals for competitive division. 
All players can find a variety of balanced matches and feel competitive. A player's PvP division is a core part of their guardian's identity. Maintain places in ecos—sorry, maintain places in the ecosystem to not engage in rank play, but still have decently balanced matches, or to not engage in skill-based matchmaking at all. Now, what is a competitive division? I think I saw one a couple of years back in Halo 3, I said. In Season 19, we are removing Glory and adding a 3v3 ranked playlist competitive division, which is a true ladder-based system. There are seven divisions, each with three subdivisions. And here are the symbols. The beginning ones look familiar, like what we've already got. And then when you get towards the end, you have this real fancy purpley skeletony raid looking pvp emblem which is kind of dope there are seven divisions each with three subdivisions copper bronze silver gold platinum adept and ascendant our goal is to provide i'm sorry our goal is to provide players with ladders to climb and divisions to achieve giving a more accurate representation of skill than our current glory system Players who surpass gold and begin to chip away at Platinum, Adept, and Ascendant will represent some of the best Crucible players that our community has to offer. Let's talk a bit about how you climb the ladder, though. This is a higher-level explanation of how things will work. We'll be releasing a help article closer to launch go a bit further in-depth. Okay? At the start of the season, you will begin a placement series during which you will not gain any division ranking for the first seven games. After the seventh game, you complete the placement series and are placed into a division based on skill. For the first season, the highest you can be placed in is gold three. In future seasons, you will be placed closer to your previous competitive division. As you continue to compete in the competitive division, your division ranking is adjusted based on four major factors. Pay attention. Match outcome, whether you win or lose. Division inflation slash deflation. How far above or below your division as compared to your skill. Match performance. How well you performed on a single match-to-match basis. And player-to-lobby skill data. How your skill compares to everyone else's in the match. That's player to lobby skill delta. Skill delta, sorry. As you earn and lose division ranking rating, if you gain enough rating to move up between subdivisions, aka from gold two to gold one, you automatically enter the next subdivision. Same goes for moving down subdivisions. If you gain enough rating to move up a division, i.e. from gold one to platinum three, You enter a promotion series where you must win two out of three games to be promoted to the next division. Ouch. (laughs) You've got to find it, baby. Yeah, and and, and, you know, team RNGs at play here unless you come in with your own team, right? So, oof. Uh, Anyway, um... Okay, uh, similarly, if you lose enough rating... Excuse me, guys. If you move, if you lose enough rating to move down a division, so 
again, you can move down, guys. Once you hit a ranking, you don't just stay there. You can lose it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, once you lose enough rating to move down a division from, like, gold three to silver one, you enter a relegation series where you must win two out of three games to remain in your current division. Upon reaching gold or higher, your division rating is subject to decay <laughs> on a weekly basis, i.e. you will lose division rating if you haven't played enough matches recently. That's going to tie up the uh, the PvP players right there, man. You, you got you to gotta jump on just to play your game so you don't, you know, degrade. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that the, the PvP elites actually kind of swarm to this and actually enjoy it. And yeah. I know there's kind of no rewards tied to it there's no kind of not forgotten uh, we don't know there's no there, there's no there's no weapon rewards yet but no but there's no kind of things that that way kind of entice people but that just the like getting those like uh, uh getting those emblems to basically say you know i am ascendant in and, that, and that's what i was thinking about really because whenever i heard this i immediately went to call of duty right yeah. So Call of Duty had a had a you know how we have banners in Destiny? Well yeah. Call of Duty had had kind of like a banner system too, right? But it wasn't just banners based on your rank. It was banners based on like uh I remember one of my favorite ones is uh it had a pair of nunchucks that were made out of dynamite, right? And it's like you had to kill like five thousand people with grenades or some insane number. And yeah. I had achieved it and like only like one to three percent of players had it, so I rocked that thing like a badge of honor, right? Um, or something like that, right? So you have your ranking banner, which obviously tells everybody what rank you are. But if in addition to that, they had like sub banners for like what I just mentioned, how many people you've killed with a grenade, how many people you've uh, killed from behind, right? Like a ninja emblem. How many people have you killed before they've seen you kind yeah. of thing, right? So, yeah. I believe, yeah, I believe that, that, you know, I think in Halo 3, they had something similar. They had the medals that you could earn for like if you like killed somebody from behind or if you you blew somebody up you'd get like loads of different medals pop along the screen and you you could then kind of well, know, I'm, talking about I'm talking about something tangible that you can put on your banner that everybody well, yeah, no but that's what i'm saying like when you hop into a lobby like now you can see like flawless players that have gone flawless i want to see different emblems like there's a ninja emblem there's a grenade emblem there's a sparrow emblem you know yeah for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? And it's got a kind of tally on it as well. So like we've now, we've got at the moment that we can kind of put those trackers on. Imagine if yeah. you had trackers on a specific emblem for, you know, you being a ghost in the night and taking out a whole team and without them seeing you kind of thing. That would be quite nice. I mean, that, Halo, would, that would encourage me to play PvP. It would, because yeah. I enjoy chasing things like that, you know? That would be fun for me. I mean, I think call of duty didn't they have like the gold weapons once you kind of ranked up and you were kind of just in that they like, had the gold weapons you had to you had to reset yeah for every time you reset one of your weapons went gold right you reset the first time you got a gold smg you reset a second time you got like a gold auto rifle you reset a third time you got uh, a gold shotgun you reset a fourth time you got this after you re after you uh reset 10 times you got like a gold barrett 50 cal and like a special emblem that showed that you prestiged 10 times and you can't go any higher, right? Yeah. yeah. So absolutely they had that, and it was great. And I I, I was prestiged 10 every season, and it was great. Yeah. You know, I, I would rock the hell out of that. 
but yeah was, that sorry that's fun go ahead i vaguely remember like halo 3 had like wasn't it the higher booster armor set that you could unlock from getting higher and higher in in yeah, the ranked playlist. <laughs> uh, i'm sure there was a high it was i'm sure it was called the higher booster set and people were really trying to get you know unlock this at certain ranks i think if they did that with like cosmetics for you know a bit like you have with trials having make it look you know sweet make it look make it do something like you've got with the raid armor that kind of moves at the moment have it do something nice that can people can also show off that when they're not in that game mode they go sure. look look at my armor look at my emblem look at me you know i think that's what's kind of kind of enticed people to play this more competitive gameplay and i mean maybe if you get to the highest tier i don't know if they're gonna have a prestige type situation that'd be cool if they did right you get to the highest one you they are set. at this point in time but let's say you get to the highest glory rank or whatever or whatever it's going to be called right Maybe maybe a prize is like a true black emblem, or a shader, or a true black, black. shader. Oh yeah, yeah. Ascendant. Like, yeah. No matter what you put it on, it's black black. It's not black with like <laughs> a bright fluorescent blue magazine or whatever, right? No, it's black black. Although I'd, I'd like that, I'd like a fluorescent blue magazine as well as a black weapon. They already have that out right now. I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> oh, or conversely, a white white. Everything is white when you put it on, you know, whatever, yeah. or, or, or or deep red. You, honestly, your imagination is the only limit here. But like something like that, something we, we don't have in the game right now, like a true black shader, that doesn't exist. You know, it'll exist on like one piece of armor or one weapon, but another piece of armor, it'll look brown instead of black, right? No, a true black where it's black on everything, you know, <laughs> or a, a different pattern. Maybe you can get weapon pattern that you can't get anywhere else. like. Like, I have a weapon pattern most people don't have because um, I was a veteran from D1. So I have uh, a, a, a a black and gray tiger stripe uh, freaking pattern yes. for a skater, yeah. right? Yeah. So a lot of people are like, how do you get that? I'm like, you can't. You, you had to have played D1 and had to have seen save data and it all worked together, right? Yeah. You physically can't get that anymore, right? Something like that. You know, new patterns, new shaders new gun ornaments right well i know new we're kind of speculating here but tell the people what the competitive division rewards are going to be okay sorry i got <laughs> i know we got excited we, we went off on a tangent i would totally play pvp for that stuff anyway uh as you earn and lose no where are we at uh competitive division rewards okay yeah the rewards part yeah there we go um since competitive division is aimed at drawing a close link between skill and division we don't see division as something to really grind for rewards. We don't want someone to feel pressure to play tons of games looking for a drop, all while your division rating drops and you ruin your division standing. Instead, we want the primary motivator to be your actual division. We aren't going to be adding any unique grindable rewards outside of those you can get anywhere in Crucible. So in other words, like if there's a drop you can get in PvE that you would have to grind for, that drop would also be It's not going to be like the Not Forgotten. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you still got to grind things like raids and whatnot, though. But, I mean, yeah, you still have things to grind for elsewhere yeah. in the game that's going to take away from this. No, but I... you you want to show off your unique unique uh, reward of what, we, what your actual sure. divisional standing is. Um, and really focus on rewards on weekly participation and achieving higher divisions. Secondly, 
we're going to be very careful about giving out high performance rewards for achieving higher divisions. And that's what the, that's what the Night Demon was just talking about. Previously, in the older version of Destiny 2, there were two weapons, uh, Not Forgotten and um, Luna's Howl. Luna's Howl, right? These hand cannons and the recluse you can only well. get after you grinded Crusoe and the mountaintop. Yeah. Those three weapons you can only get after you grinded and got to the highest ranks of Crucible, right? And even then, you had to get like so many kills with a solar weapon, so many kills with a hand. It was a grind to get these, right? And the mountaintop, I got, I, I got the mountaintop legitimately, but honestly, I couldn't get the. I did get the not forgotten. I didn't get the, the solar one. Uh, no, I got Luna's Howl. Luna's I did get Luna's Howl. I didn't get not forgotten. Yeah, yeah, right. I did as well. Um, and uh. The problem with things like that is only the best players had them. And these guns were so meta, they could three-tap you from anywhere on the map, basically, right? Uh, one of them had, like, two body shots would increase the damage on your headshot, and you would just be done. Boom. Game over. You're done, right? So it made already good players even better. And it just widened the skill gap to, to, to the point to where some players could never even think about getting there. Because once they got to a certain point, everybody was using Luna's Howl and Not Forgotten, and then eventually Mountaintop and Recluse. And then you just couldn't get any further, right? Yeah. It became a wall that you had to surpass. They're, to they're the not going to do that. that. Going forward, yeah. they're not doing that anymore. We're never going to see that again. Right. So I would, the whole tangent here was to show what it used to be, and a Bungie wants to avoid that in the future because it, it for those who had it, it was great. For those who didn't, it wasn't so great. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, since these divisions are tightly tied to skill, some divisions will be completely unattainable to some players, no matter how much they try to play, uh, try slash play. Having some of the old pinnacle weapons tied to higher glory and some unfortunate effects on... Hold on. Oh, I misread that. Having some of the old pinnacle weapons tied to higher glory had some unfortunate effects on players and led us to eventually add numerous persistence features to the ranking system in order to avoid that. We are going to initially keep towards achieving a higher division limited to efficiency rewards. Okay. So, your current division gives you a multiplier on all crucible ranks slash uh, reputation, right? Earned in Destiny. Letting you earn more crucible engrams, resets, and extra perks on weapons much faster. Copper and bronze rank, you only get a one-time as multiplier. Silver, you get a 1.1. Gold, you get 1.2. Platinum, you get 1.3. Adept, you get 1.4. And Ascendant, you get 1.5. I think those numbers should be bigger. Honestly, by the time you get to Ascendant, you should have at least double minimum, but whatever. It's my opinion. So if you aren't great at PvP, jumping into a competitive vision and earning slash keeping your rank up will help you earn Crucible rewards 10 to 20% faster than now. This bonus stacks multiplicatively with both the scheduled bonus ranks, weeks, and the hidden, quotes, bonus in Crucible Labs. As a note, we are reducing bonus week Crucible rank multipliers from 2.0 to 1.5 in Season 19. Our goal in the above changes is to reduce the need to wait for bonus ranks, weeks to get the most out of your Crucible playtime. With the added bonuses provided by divisions, 95% of players will be earning more reputation over the course of the season than what's currently available. There was a comma in there. I saw the comma. I ignored the comma. 
Okay. We'll be keeping a close eye on this change to ensure there isn't any major negative impact on the rewards that players are earning. So what they're saying, basically, you could go into the competitive playlist, get a copper and bronze one times multiplier, and when the uh, bonus ranks come up, yeah, yeah, when the bonus ranks then come up, you'll be at 2.5 because it's multiplicity. It multiplies, sorry, it multiplies. So you'll be, I'm I'm reading that right, aren't I? That it would then be a 2.5. Yeah, it'd be 1.5 times 1.5. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not then. But yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, what would it be? Let's, let's inform them since you brought it up, right? So, uh, whoop, that's a calendar, not a calculator. <laughs> so, one point five times one point five would give you two point two five. That would be your new multiplier when the season. So, you'd actually be getting more than what, what it, you do now if you're on ascendant, or is it true? Yeah, if you're on ascendant, yeah, one point five times one. But you could, uh, you could technically be on platinum, or mm. gold, and and still be getting just over that two point that we currently have. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Mitre Multi Tool Catalyst, hello, is now a rare drop in any Crucible match. Let's go! I've been waiting for that Catalyst for a long time. I might already yeah. have it. <clears throat> One of the best rewards you can get from the competitive division is right in the name. Your competitive division, which you have earned throughout the season, lets you know where you actually sit in the hierarchy of players better than a KDA. One percentage or third-party ELO ranking ever could. Every thorn has a rose. This is a new category, guys. I'll, I'll read that bit then. So, yes, every thorn has a rose. So this is the hand cannon, the rose that is coming back. And for our weekly participant rewards mentioned above, we are bringing back an old favourite. That's right, Rose is back for competitive division. Rose was originally a legendary hand cannon earned during the Luminate Exotic Quest. It has a long history in Destiny, in which it was corrupted and then redeemed. It now returns with random rolls and an updated perk pool. Because at the moment, if you earned it, you can now pull it. I think you can still pull it back out of your collections. I think I've still got one in my inventory. Now, what what's special about the rose hand hand? Before you go further, what was good about the rose before? It was just a stable gun, as far as I'm aware. Very stable and very consistent. Yeah. Well, very you, you, you look it up on the the D two gunsmith, and I'll carry on telling people about how it's changing. Okay, okay, go on then. Tell yeah. other people. Okay. Um. <laughs> the rose, the old fashioned. There it is. I, oop, I don't want to pull it out. So, uh, this did not come with random rolls. This is back in the day when you would get static rolls on your guns, so everybody got the same roll. And this one came with uh, Polymer Grip, Outlaw, Accurized Rounds, uh, Chambered Compensator, and the only thing that would be random was the uh, the Masterwork, right? So, mine had a range Masterwork. No, I think it, no, I think it was. That, that was the Masterwork on it. Yeah, you think so? Okay. Yeah, I think it, it just came from the quest and everybody got the same one. Ah, fair enough. So, again, you got Accurized Rounds, which increases your stability and range, which is really good. You had your uh, Outlaws, so whenever you pop somebody in the face, it really reduced your reload time. And then you had a Ranged Masterwork on top of that. So, base stats are Impact 84, so it was a, a high impact, 140. Range is 49, which would be bumped up to 59 when you max out the, the Masterwork. 
Stability is 50. Handling is 73, which is pretty high. Reload speed is base 55. And of course, if you proc outlaws, even faster. And aim assistance of 85 so with a zoom hopefully, of 14. Hopefully they bring those kind of base perks back with it. And then with the random rolls, you can really build on that, which would be quite nice. But what's even better about the new one, tell them. I will. It's, it's a hybrid. Different. It's going to be a hybrid. It's going to fire like 140 RPM handgun, but it allows you to move like 150 RPM and has the stats that blend the two. Its perk list is built from popular consistent perks designed to highlight 3v3 play, random rolled grips instead of the instead of an origin trait. And how would you like to earn this? Well, when you complete your competitive division intro quest once per character, you will get a drop with the perk selection Rose originally had. So you'll get an updated version that isn't sunset that you could then infuse to make it powerful again. But, so all the perks that Respawn kind of just told you about, that's the role that you will kind of get. After that initial quest, you have a character-based weekly competitive division challenge to earn another role. And that's it. Play competitive division. I keep saying competitive. Play, play the competitive division and one role a week per character. So that's three that you can earn each week mm -hmm. by playing on each character. The base role is already really good, though. It is. It's uh, a, it is a fantastic hand cannon. Or it yeah. was a fantastic hand cannon. So if you get that as base, they, they got to offer you some really good traits for you to even want to reroll that bad boy. You know what I mean? There's going to be some good. There's going to be some good. Opening shot range finder in two different slots. What? <laughs> So future reward updates, so they aren't done here. In seasons post-Lightfall, they are expecting to get further cosmetic rewards for competitive division, and we are still working out the details of what you can earn and when you can start earning them and how you can earn them. Expect more discussion after Lightfall launches. There you go. Um, that's it. We've come to the end of the Crucible update preview. I, I, I told you at the beginning, didn't, didn't I, DMG? Three hours to tell you people what you said would be thirty minutes because there was there was definitely there was a squirrel moment in there for definite. There definitely was. Two hours forty-seven minutes. So no no doubt there are some thoughts and feelings being shared amongst your Discord servers and texts to friends already. But we'll be watching the conversations as those changes roll out. So. Once the changes roll out and you've had time to play in the playlist, you've played with the weapons, then give the feedback. Don't be a respawn and go on a rant before something happens. Like I think Twitter probably is at the moment. Just, or do. We're, we're not telling you no, how to live. I'm, I'm telling you how to live. <laughs> okay, then. You do as you're told. You sit back in your corner, you wait for Bungie to do their thing, and then you complain. Wait, wait until they do, do what they said they're going to do. Because you might like it, which is 95% of the time what happens with Respawn. Uh, you're being a bit generous, I think. What do you mean it's halfway through November? So, for previous season and vendor awards, as we approach the end of season of Plunder, players should ensure they have collected and earned... Sorry, have collected any unearned but unclaimed reward from your previous season page for Season of the Haunted, as well as any unclaimed vendor rewards. Pick up yourself for the end of the season and grab stuff from last season. Your previous rewards can only be claimed up to one season back, so if you wait until the next season, 
which is the season of Redacted on December 6th, 2022. You're going to lose anything you've not picked up from Season of the Haunted. And there's the previous season pass page with the link to in the show notes and links to on the TWAB that will tell you what you haven't picked up from all of your characters from those last seasons. And we'll remind you in the next couple of weeks as well. So we don't certainly worry. will. And if you've been to Bungie.net really anytime, I think this week, uh, Stadia players enable cross save before January or your player disappears forever. There's now a bright red banner across the top of every Bungie.net page saying Stadia players activate cross save by this date. And here's a link to learn more. We've told you about the last couple of weeks. We're going to keep telling you about it. So we don't want you to come to us on January 18th, 19th, 20th and go, my player's gone. I, I had no idea. You should know. I think there was even a pop-up in game. Yes. And finally, was. the longest issue that is still known the one known issue that by this point everyone should know about. Players sometimes die when transporting to the Nightmare Realm in the Duality Dungeon. After they, they fixed that, yep. No, they, they tweaked it. They tweaked it, but sometimes sometimes you still die. Sometimes. So I think it's now time for a Respawns Report Roundup. Colin, Legion List in Destiny 2 says... 1,305 Guardians didn't know that the Bomber mod works differently for each class. Warlock, 25% one mod equipped and 30% two mods equipped. Titan, 16% with one mod and 20% with two mods. And Hunter, 14 and 18% because, of course, Hunters always get the lowest numbers. Anyway, the Bomber mod, what does it do? You get your bomb, you get your grenades back quickly if you do a thing. What's the thing? I don't know. I don't have it on. Let me see. <laughs> I know it's still not bomber. Nope. Nope. No, chest. Nope. What about that? Nope. I didn't do that. What about legs? Is it on legs? It is not on legs. It's on your. Is it class item, isn't it? I have no idea. Nope, it's not on the class item either. Yeah, it is. It's solar. Okay, so solar class item uh, reduces grenade cooldown when using your class ability. So, now I understand why it's solar for hunters. <laughs> but even warlocks. Warlocks only take a few seconds to get theirs back. Actually, yeah. all, all three of y'all, hold on. Hunters, at best, take 11 seconds, right? To get our dodge back. What's the what's the best the Titan can do to get their barricade? Well, if they're specking to resilience, it, I think it's very quick, uh, like maybe 10, 15 seconds to get their well, barricade back. What is it, though? You know? What is what? What, you well, what is your timer? Because for hunters, it's 11 seconds. I know that because I'm a hunter I, I, who pays the hell of attention to my class. Look, <laughs> when the little bar fills up, I then put another one down. <laughs> That's the time. So they're all approximately the same because the Warlock... I, as a warlock, whenever I play for raids, I can get another rift before my first rift is gone. Right? Yeah. So why do they get 25% bonus? Whereas hunters and titans Look, get 60 Who cares? Everybody didn't know how they worked, and Legionless is telling us how they work. So carry on. Yeah, but now I know how they work. I'm... <laughs> why does it do that? Just, just tell us what's happening. Same thing, other, with, well, same thing with Outreach. Outreach gives you melee energy when you use your class ability, but each class gets a different amount. Warlock, 20%. <laughs> Titan, 1612! No! 
Come on, Bungie! Siphon mods. This mod creates orbs of power from weapon multi-kills. One equipped mod makes a little orb stack and duplicate bonds more orbs. We knew that already. Okay. We, some people didn't. Oh, really? Okay. Because it said that. It said it was stackable, so whatever. Uh, kickstart mods. Grenade or melee kickstart refunds you 15% of that ability energy when you use it in PvE. A duplicate mod increases that 25%. Uh, times one grenade melee kickstart gives you 50% in PvE or 7.5% in PvP. And two stacks give you 25% in PvE or 12.5% in PvE. Same thing with damage resist mods. One mod reduces matching incoming damage by 25. A second does it to 40. Well, that's handy. So if you've got the one from the artifact from this season where it gives you i think it's solar and arc or or void and arc resist so if you put two of those on that will give you a a reduction of 40 percent for those two elements that's mandatory for grandmaster nightfall you gotta have them both yeah um what do we have here hands on uh this gives you super energy Oh, that's a percentage. This gives you super energy percent depending on the number of enemies killed. Thralls give you one point. Thrall slash dregs, aka low tiers, uh, with one mod gives you one point three one percent super, and the having a second one brings it to one point seven one percent. The vandals give you two point four four with one or three point one one with two. Knights and Captain Tears give you 4.65 or 5.85 with two. And Everything Stronger gives you 8% with one or 10% with two. So there you go. It doesn't work Uh, in PvP, apparently. It does not work in PvP. And then we have Ashes to Assets. This gives you super energy percentage for grenade kills. Again... PV. Oh, this this one does work in PvP. Yeah. yeah okay, so what's the PVE PvP. ones first? Yeah, yeah. So PVE is uh, 2.3% for the low tier with one mod, or 2.7 with two mods. Vandal tier is 4% uh, for one, or 4.7 for two. Knight or Captains is 7.7 for one, or 8.85 for two. And then everything stronger than the captain is 13% for one mod or 15% for two mods. Good lord. How many of these did you put in here, dude? There are 11 mods. Good lord. Okay. There he goes over. All right. Uh, Dynamo. This gives super energy percentage when using class ability, and enemies are 15 meters away. So each class is different. Um, Warlock says 5% of super energy. With one or eight percent with two, uh, Titan is three percent with one or five percent with two, and Hunter is two point five percent with one or four percent with two. Bungo, quit giving Hunters the low numbers. God dang it! Stupid Bungo with the favoritism, BS nonsense. Momentum transfer causing damage with a grenade gives you melee energy. One mod is twenty percent, and two mods give you. Oh, I'm sorry. Stand by. One mod is 20% for PvE, two mods are 30% in PvE, or one mod is 10% in PvP, 
and two mods is 15% in PvP. There you go. And this is, again, you just have to cause damage. You don't have to kill. So you can potentially cause damage to multiple Guardians without killing any of them and get, I don't know, 10, 20, 30% of your grenade back. Just like that. Just by hurting them. Um, did I have to do impact? No, I didn't. Uh, number nine, impact induction. Causing damage with a melee, uh, a seven-second cooldown in between, gives you grenade energy. One mod gives you 20% energy. Two mods gives you 30% energy. Bolstering detonation. Causing damage with your grenade, of course, there's a seven-second cooldown, gives you class ability percentage back for energy. One mod in PvE gives you 25% versus 12.5 in PvP. And two mods gives you 35% in PvE versus 17.5 in PvP. We have Focusing Strike. Causing damage with your melee gives class ability percentages. So one mod in PvE gives you 20%, half that in PvP. Two mods give you 30%, half that in PvP. And again, that's causing damage, not killing. Keep that in mind. Destiny 2, Guardian of the Game. You've got to hold those zones, Guardian. Play Crucible Labs, zone control, and enjoy increased Crucible reputation for the rest of the season? <gasps> Do any maps stand out as winners to you? That's from next week. Ah. Matt Goes Buck says... Apparently, people don't know you can transmog iron banner ornaments and still get the rank boost. I did not know that. You should know you that. Not have to... that tells yeah. people about things but like I that. It constantly that, tells so. you about iron banner stuff, so you're bad. Uh, yeah, probably. You don't have to equip the actual armor, just transmog it. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Tom Warren says, <sighs> Ooh, I'm falling out, Captain. Uh, you can now join a Discord call straight from your Xbox. No phone needed, no transferring calls, just join. It's part of the new Xbox November dashboard update. Let's go! No more of that Xbox chat nonsense BS shenanigan effery. Uh, Robbie Stevens says, We don't take changing seal requirements lightly. We consider player feedback, design intent, and data to make informed decisions. And as such, we're evaluating future seasonal needs to ensure they're hitting the right mix of completion, mastery, and gameplay. By the time 2024 rolls around, Destiny 2 will have had two new maps added to the game since 2019. Bruh. And this is from DFB, Destiny from Police, I think. Yep. Um... And Bungie Hub says, we have updated the requirements for the Season 18 Scallywag Seal. So for the Robber Baron, you only need 10 ruffians. With full sales, purchase 14 Star Trek upgrades. And for cruise control, summon each crewmate assigned to you first mate at least once. And full completion is only 8 of 9 triumphs. You don't even have to get all 9. You just need 8 of 9. If you don't have the title, you have no excuse, and I have no way to protect myself because I don't have that title. Fair enough. So for tips, tricks, guides, and builds this week, I have a video from Destiny Fun Police on the Amet AR2, which is the craftable solar auto rifle. 
that is available and he gives you reasons why you possibly should and want to kind of craft it and a god role in his opinion of what to craft time sausage gaming has the osteostrega buffed now i wasn't aware of this and i'm sure you weren't either parody that the osteostrega got a kind of stealth buff in the last the same video one of the uh, it may have been one of the ones where they touched telesto and yeah it was I found it in Iron Banner. I was I was playing Iron Banner and everybody was using it. It was just like Osteostrig is all over the place. And it wasn't until I'd kind of finished playing my my session on Iron Banner and found this video from Time Sausage Gaming going over, ah, oh, this is why everybody's using it. Because it's it's not only had a buff in PvE, it's had a buff in PvP as well. So yeah, check that video out if you can. Up next, we have Cheese Forever has the infinite heavy ammo glitch that is available in the Last Wish raid. Uh, for all classes so this is a, a little trick that you you do need some of the armor and some of the mods that you can use just specific in the last wish but it gives you infinite heavy ammo and he recommends using it so that you can at least i mean you could kind of do a flawless run of it because you just get heavy ammo dropping left right and center it's just unbelievable so check that one out uh there's another trick that i've been using and i don't know if it's real or if i'm just really lucky so you guys out there test it to me. But I rock a glaive as a primary. I'm sorry. As no, you don't. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I rock a glaive as a secondary, right? I have a, a linear fusion rifle as a primary, and then usually a linear as a heavy, right? Right. And what I've noticed is that it messes with the game, right? Because you know how if you're rocking a, a primary, you have infinite ammo, and then you just won't get stuff to drop sometimes, right? Or you'll get heavy to sparsely drop or something like that. What I've noticed with this exact loadout that I'm talking about, I am never, ever without heavy or special ammo. Like, it drops like mad. I'll have heavy and special bricks literally everywhere. Far more than if I was rocking like a, a standard primary. You know what have I mean? Have you got a, a heavy ammo finder on your helmet? Uh, linear sometimes, fusion? sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, but um, even then, it's only it's only ever the it's it's only ever like linear, uh, like um, linear ammo, right? Yeah. Linear, the thing is, if finder. you're if you're rocking something like Arbalest with it. Yes, then, that's because, exactly what I'm using. Yeah. because it's an exotic and you're wearing that mod that mod enhances the drop rate if you get kills with a primary exotic does it yes well most of the time i'm using a glaive though right i only have the linears on for damage dps right maybe you know? maybe it works even if you haven't got it out maybe it's because you've still got it equipped in your primary mm. slot Okay. I didn't know that. I was just like during the race, I'm telling people that are always running short on ammo. I'm like, yo, try this out. And they're like, wow, that, that kind of works. I'm like, right? It's weird. Like you always have you always have ammo whenever you rock that that build. You always have heavy, you always have special. And even sometimes without the mod, because sometimes with my builds, I don't have room to slot these mods. Uh, I'll have like a scavenger, right? Yeah. But I won't necessarily have a finder on it. You know, and I still get ammo to drop like crazy, you know. So you guys try that out. See if it helps you guys out. Like what are you talking about? Maybe it is an exotic buff, but 
you know, and yes, I do Rocket Glaives. You guys underestimate Glaives. Glaives are still absolutely amazing for so many things, especially this Austria Dragon build you're talking about. If you're a Warlock and you have the, the gloves that melee poisons, right? So you have the Warlock, you have your melees that poison, which the Glaive standard melee counts. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yep. So you're poisoning everybody with a glaive, and then you have the Osteostriga as your primary. You poison everyone. And if you're rocking the uh, the solar build, the snap also lights everything on fire, right? So everything's on fire and poisoned the entire time. It's an amazing build. I am super jealous that hunters can't do anything like that because it's amazing. Um, but it's the same thing that applies. You know, it just... You just, just have ammo everywhere. I'm never short on ammo because Osteostriga has got like... Oh, and by the way, Osteostriga, when I'm using the Glaive, I pull out the Osteo for the first time and I have like a 100-round magazine even though I've never killed anything with it yet. So yeah. check that out. Because of the poison. Exactly. I thought... See, Osteostriga says like... The verbiage on the gun is like it, it, it leads you to believe that you have to kill things with Austria Striga's poison to increase its magazine size. No, it's if you get poison kills, then it then it works that way. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. It's you have beautiful to have build. the catalyst on the Austria. Yeah, I guess the, that makes sense. It's yeah. the cat. It's the catalyst on the Austria Striga that makes it work. Well, there you go. Yeah, That's the why. Cut it quits for the gauntlets for the warlocks. Yeah, it's the poison. It sucks that only 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 warlocks get to play with that build. It is. Fallout plays this week, if you want to have a good laugh, did 10 minutes of <laughs> basically him getting destroyed in Destiny 2. And this was him trying to do the solo. Not trying. He did it. Yeah, I mean he did it. There is a video the, of him the, doing There was it. lots of trying beforehand. I was I was watching <laughs> I was watching a bunch of this live stream just in the background working the day he was doing it. Right. Oh, that poor man. <laughs> Well, yeah, just I mean, give him credit. He succeeded. Yeah. No, <laughs> some, absolutely. Some, of, some of the deaths were very unnecessary. It looked like I was playing on his account, kind of. Mm. Yeah. It was something that I would do. So this is Fallout Plays, 10 minutes of like all the kind of bloopers of him trying to solo flawless the Lightblade Grandmaster. Very, very funny. So if you've got some time, take a look at that. Yeah, Of him blocking with a glaive and the glaives going... I'm not going to block that. You're going to die. Well, no, because it went underneath the glaive. That, that's no, the thing. not, not every time. No, they do. Through. If it goes down underneath, it, 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 you have to watch them glaives. I did. No, he was. You sometimes didn't. he would squat, he and it would still. But that's where he was going him. wrong. You don't squat. But, Never skip leg day. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you squat. If you squat, you don't have any room for it to hit you. Well. But either way, it was going through his shield because one time it went through his shield and didn't kill him. It damaged him, but it didn't kill him. And yeah. then it hit the wall behind him and came back and well, killed he, him. He was too close to the wall as well. Yes. Do not, do not yes, be too close to the walls. Always splash damage. Mm. As we tell people in our like our videos, we say, be careful of incoming arc damage. You get 50% extra damage intake on arc incoming and it and splash damage it just but that was a void it. shield though yeah void splash damage as well it's gonna hurt especially <laughs> hey guys beware of that arc splash damage it was a void 
Beware that void splash damage. <laughs> Just beware <laughs> of splash <laughs> damage. All splash damage. Yes. Uh, Trudz yeah. has this week has an insane stasis shotgun warlock PVE build that you need to check out with the craftable no reprieve, which is the shotgun from this season. So check that one out. That one's pretty cool. Headshotting, getting people freezing and just, well, I say people, the enemy's getting frozen and just constantly going on a tear of freezing everything. That one's a really cool one. So if you're a warlock, another good build for you out there. So is that like headstone? Headstone's freezing people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freeze. Now. Now. Does that yeah. shotgun roll with, um, it's what's the mod? Okay, well, first of all, the, the Warlock build, we have turrets. Turrets are the grenade or the melee? You eat your grenade, and you throw the grenade. turret out. Okay. Is there a shotgun? Well, not a shotgun. Is there, there's there's got to be a, there's a mod that when you kill him, it gives you a grenade. Right? Grenade, grenadier, grenadier. Um, but yeah, does that shotgun roll with the, the mod where kills with this gives you more grenade energy? Because... That would be cool if you're freezing things with a headshot, but also getting grenade energy to keep chucking those turrets out there to freeze even more things. Yes. You know where you can go to find out, though? Actually, it's a new site that I had never seen mentioned before with, with the future of D2 Gunsmith sort of, you know, hanging in the maybe it'll work, maybe it won't work, it'll break eventually d2arsenal.com really? d2arsenal.com is another site out there where you can go and say pull it's it's very nice looking has a nice search to it oh that's pretty uh, it's been around for a while you know I, I just saw it linked in a, on twitter this week someone going hey you know because i think uh esoteric no astrocross esoteric one of oh, the two thing. To, like, put oh, together a new site yeah okay. Aso- uh, it was astrocross is putting out a yeah, as yeah, like looking for a call for like, hey, I want basically I want to build a new D two gunsmith, and someone was like, hey, D two arsenal dot com exists, yeah. which I mean, I, I I've never used really either of these because I just I don't know, I, I I tell I get the weapons and say what do I use, I don't really go and see what they can roll with, but if you're looking for an alternative and worried about D two gunsmith going away, D two arsenal dot com yeah. is one you can throw in your bookmarks and uh, you can answer these questions of what does that weapon roll with? Yeah. And pugil- it rolls with pugilists, so nothing about grenades, but you no, can no, use your no. melee to continue freezing things. Yeah, that, that's in. That's why I wasn't telling people. It's in the video. Yeah. Oh. And, and, Otherwise, and a, it would be me bonus. just telling people about the video. <laughs> I like theory crafting. When you when you when you tell me a thing, I'm like, ooh, what if well, this? What go if watch this, the video. That's why I tell the people to go and watch the video. It keeps them <laughs> intrigued. You know, there's no yeah. point in me telling them everything in the video. Yeah. And as a special bonus, if you roll over the weapons on D2 Arsenal, they still alternate into Telesto. Telesto <laughs> still has control. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You can get up to 80 range on it. That's pretty good. I mean, 80 range with without very specifically specking into range. Not bad. And then finally this week from me, and I know this is going to sound strange, I have a video really? from Sky Shinobi. Which is clean your vault easily. Yes, mm. I, I I checked out this video and I used wow. the two tools that he you know kind of suggests to use in there. Destiny, I think it's yeah, destiny recipes for your uh, vault cleaner <sighs> and dim to kind of sort it all out because you can kind of select which uh, weapons and armor that you don't need in the vault cleaner and the destiny recipes, and then just click a button and it's all selected over in dim, and you can kind of 
check it all off, and then delete it in game. So it was handy. Wait, what? What? Did you just say you can delete it from the app in game? No. No, no, no. Oh. you can you can you can basically tag things like you can say like apply a tag to all of these things like you know apply the trash tag to all of them load up dim dim we'll see what that tag is then you can move things over in dim into your game and delete no nothing yeah. nothing can delete things outside of the game Bungie's been oh, very yeah. very clear on there like we're not giving you that ability because if that goes yeah, yeah that, that, that's the shock <laughs> factor I'm like wait oh, what no yeah, okay. no, no, no. Oh, yeah. You, you know so so night demon. Do you have vault space now as we approach the beginning of our new season? Nope. I, I had 30 spaces as of Ooh. the start of Iron Banner this week because I, I got to the point where I only had like two spaces across all characters. There was no room on yeah, my you vault. Couldn't even there, move was no, there was no, I couldn't move anything. My, my postmasters were getting chocker. I think at one point where my postmaster got so chocked last week, I lost 25 enhancement prisms. Ooh. Oh, those are useful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I thought I, I need to do a bit of house cleaning. I need to. I'll, I'll check out this video because you know I just not that I needed a refresher, but I thought it might be handy to kind of check out and tell people about like mm. EP pipes who who was asking about what she can do in the game. This is one of those things that you know I watch time and time again just to refresh myself. So the Destiny Recipes part of the Vault Cleaner will go through and it will tell you whether the, I think it's the community, say whether it's a good PvE or PvP weapon, and it will tell you the perks on each weapon in your vault. You have to kind of link your account, and it will go down. There's a green side, there's a red side. You click to say which side you want it on, and at the end of it... That's Destiny Recipes? Yes. Mm-hmm. I kept going to the freaking other one, man. The D2 checklist, and I couldn't find it. I was like... Yeah. Nope, DestinyRecipes.com slash loot. That's why. Gosh. Yeah. Darn yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. I, I found it really handy. I mean, a lot of the weapons where they said that they automatically put them in the red, I was like, no, no, no. I am going to keep that one. No, just just ignore that one. Put that back in the green. We'll have that one back. Uh, of course. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was slash vault, not slash loot. The loot yeah, companion, yeah. though, you can't, if you are getting close to your, to your um, limit, you can go to that same site. They have a loot companion as well that'll sort of look as you're going and tell you as things come in. And it will like auto lock the best power thing that comes in, or it'll just show you your la- your latest weapons and armor. So you can sort of look at them, and it'll have um, basically like this st- uh, a percentage of like PVE and PVP mm-hmm. on each weapon that comes in, or you know, and if armor. like or if or, or if the armor comes in, it'll say like this is the best power, or this has a good combination, or this has like you know two numbers above twenty. So if you're just looking for a quick way, just like to sort out what's coming in as I'm playing Iron Banner, or as I'm grinding through Nightfalls, or whatever it happens to be. But yeah, we know the vault cleaner tool is awesome. I used that a couple weeks back because you can also set it up a whole bunch of ways to say like, <laughs> like you know, like like you know, keep anything locked that I have locked. You know, keep everything of its master work. Like you can sort through and sort of give it some things. You're not looking at like all 600 things in your vault. I'm I'm sitting at 566 of 600 at this point, and I need to I need to do a break tech werewolf and. Uh, I I have I have a problem, out. guys. What if what if you use destiny recipes and for example you say hey check out my vault and the first thing to do is show you all of your auto rifles and yeah. all of your auto rifles are green well you need to see what it's what it's sorting by i don't have it locked i don't have it locked i have it by destiny uh destiny percentages and ratings 
Uh, Chroma Rush, 100% PvP, 100% PvE. Uh, Sweet Sorrow, 100% PvE. Gotta keep them then. Just keep them. Right? Uh, Let's face it, you have loads of spaces on your other two characters. No, I don't. They're all full, dude. (laughs) They're all full. The the Chrysler Mellow, 100% PvE, 100% PvP. Freaking, they're all 100%. I know. I have no room. And this site's like, yeah, no, they're all good. I'm like, no, you're not supposed to tell me they're all good. Dude. You're supposed to tell me which ones I can get rid of. I mean, it's it's only taken us, what, like, <laughs> six, six months since we had the vault increase, and now we're struggling again. It's like we had the five, went from 500 to 600, and then it's mm. just kind of, I mean, I'm sure there's only been, what, like, 15 craftable weapons they've given us, or maybe more. Maybe there's about 20. 25 that they've given us plus uh-huh. exotics and then and stuff so maybe yeah maybe yeah maybe it's been more maybe it's Bungie's yeah. fault yeah i'm putting it down to well, Bungie's fault they've just given us more stuff oh no i'm totally blaming Bungie because i still have like eight break tech werewolves i need to sort through i've got like i don't know 10 of the macabre sniper rifles I, i'm basically only going to keep the god roll but i still need to go through and sort them out every every time i get things that i you know don't have time to look at i say let me throw you in the vault and we'll go back to you later I have a shadow price that's 100, 100 too. That's pretty good. Well, I never use that again. You might be interested to know that Cool Guy put out a video this week. Basically, nobody's been talking about it apart from Cool Guy. Cool Guy was the only one. And again, it was after I played Iron Banner and I'd already kind of gone through my auto rifles. I'd sat down and I thought, I'm going to go through my auto rifles. I've got way too many Braytex, like you said, from the last event. And I've got things like Gut Shot with like dynamic sway and things i'm thinking well i need to test these and probably the best place to go and take these is iron banner and go and test them in iron banner and use them for a whole game and see how they kind of stack up so i'd use one each game and then see how many kills i've got across it from just using that weapon so i did that and then i kind of eliminated i think it was about four or five braytex so i'm now down to about three really good but cool guys put out a video this week going over the big auto rifle buff that i wasn't aware that had kind of happened i'm sure we did kind of speak about it at some point that some of the 450s were getting buffed or slightly their i think it was their visual uh reticle bounces and their stability the the stability yeah yeah it was one of those like the stability on the high end will give you like you know one more one more point of damage for crits or something. You know, it was one of those that doesn't look impressive on paper. Yeah. But when you but when you look at it and, and actually, yeah, actually take those weapons into Crucible or, or or take them out and go, let's see how these perform. Oh no, these are these are hitting harder. They're doing more work. Like you know, the more stable things are, the harder they hit. And there's uh, two weapons in the game with a hundred percent stability. One you can pay for, and one that you should just <gasps> have by now. No. That are just vicious and. This yes. is where I'm going to drop in. Um, basically, de- you know, as, as we tell you to go to Plunder the Booties channel for all of your builds. Yes, this absolutely. is where, where I'm going to drop in Destiny Fun Police, just his channel this week. That's a Titan, right? Um, he does play he, other characters. He, he plays a little bit of everything. He goes back and forth. I, I don't know what I don't know what era he's in at the moment, but he he, he definitely he's <laughs> all of his branding all of his branding is around Titan, but he's definitely played a lot of Hunter and stuff in the past too, and I think probably Warlock. Yes. He has done a video of. Uh, let me go. Let's see. So, craft this ASAP, the ultimate solar auto rifle consistency king for this yeah, week. Yeah, I did that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. I figured that was one you mentioned. Just wanted to be sure. Whoa. He's, really? He also he also did one. It was a couple weeks back. It was probably like a, a little bit ago. About okay, the fully crafted come to pass is insane in PvP. 
So it was it was a couple months back, but it's still sort of worth mentioning. Basically, he has a bunch of if if there's a craftable auto rifle in the game, he has a build video saying here's how you should craft it. Sometimes it's for this current season, oh, sometimes maybe for the last season or the season before. But it's like if you're going, how can I craft this auto rifle to be good? This is how it can be good. I'm working on my getting my come to pass to the level where I can make it have a hunting oh. ability and take advantage of everything Cool Guy is talking about. Yeah. So, so, it, so if you're looking for the how do I craft this auto rifle in, in particular, right. and he, he goes back and forth, but like he's been doing a lot of like auto rifle bi- vi- uh, build videos like in the yeah. last couple weeks because he's also uh, enjoys a good auto rifle. So yeah, if you're, if you're like I have this now, how can I craft it to be good? Here's how. And what's good about him is that he'll go back to like one that was craftable two or three seasons ago and bring it, do another video on it, kind of keeping it up to date and going, well, maybe you need to look at this one now because this one's doing really well this season because of X, Y, and Z of what's happened. So he, he kind of goes backwards and forwards of like having a look at older weapons and telling you if they're good enough to use in PvP because that's where he kind of mainly focuses on. Yep. Because, okay, yeah, the I just I, I sped through the video to see the build that he's using, right? And that's the build that I saved on one of my duty bounds and one of my bright tech werewolves, right? Mm-hmm. But well, there you go. the recipes checklist, no, the recipes checklist gives it low. Well, but can it can it get to 100 stability? Because basically, like, one of the oh, is that what it is? Okay. Well, well, no, the, they're not anywhere close to 100 stability. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, one of the things with this build is you can get the come to pass with the counterbalance mod to 100 stability, which will take advantage of the recent buff auto rifles got in that slot. Like cool guy talks about. Um, there's two that I <clears throat> I've been sort of on the hunt for. You know, I haven't really been maining hard of most light this season. I've sort of been maining armamentarium with the storm grenades because they're stupidly Why good. Why not? Yeah. Um, but but I've sort of because yeah, hotter than most light will give you more storm grenades over time than the armamentarium will. Who cares? I can throw two grenades at you at the same time. Yeah, but I can continue to throw two grenades at you indefinitely. Don't lie. So, you don't play as a titan, so don't lie. No, I I have been playing as a titan every mm. time I go to do the raid. <laughs> yeah, but, well, but sometimes I want now to. Now that I have all the exotics, I don't need to play it anymore. But. <laughs> You know, no, you don't need, you don't need, you can still use it in PvP. You don't actually have to kill anything. You you use your charge up punch, you just go, ooh, punch, that gives you energy, dodge. Oh, now I have a grenade again, right? Is you this, don't even need to hit anybody. I definitely don't dodge as a titan. Night Demon, is this Hunter titan-splaining to me? I feel like he's uh, titan-splaining too. No, Hunter watches the booty and uses the bill that plunder the booty says gives you more grenades faster for PvP, <laughs> no, PvE, sorry. So, you know what? If this hunter has to titan-splain to you, yeah, there's something wrong! Well, what I'm saying, what I'm getting to the point of is saying, the writing feels like it's on the wall. Bungie is going to touch at some point the heart of the most light. So yeah. I've just been keeping eyes out for, you know, there are ways to get, you know, get sort of to that point other ways. So, of course, Plunder the Booty this week, the number one Titan build, Storm slash Hoyle nerf equals no problem. And also, uh, Commander Pika, P-I-K-A, put out a, you don't need the Heart of Inmost Light, here's how and why, with another Titan build. So, just keep an eye out for, you know, here's what Bungie is going to touch at some point. Now, it could be like the Storm Grenade nerf, which kind of isn't, or it could be like, yeah, the thing you were relying on for all your builds, it's not really doing what it should anymore. 
Mm. So just, just trying to, you know, play a little defense when, when the changes come and I go, okay, no, I'm good. I've got, I can swap to something else. Has it already happened or is it just going to happen? Oh, it's, it, I mean, it, it feels like the writing's on the wall. And, and Bungie's already said they're going to touch 27 exotics, which I think was weapons, but in the next season. But, you know, if they're touching weapons, like the, the, you know, armor pieces can't be far behind. Yeah, that's right. So this is where I want to give a big thank you to all of our patrons this week, because I have my time is short, but your time is long. So we have so much, so much show to give you. And we couldn't make the show. The show would be possible no matter what, because we are determined. We are bound to determined to bring this to you every single week. But you know what you can't do? You cannot threaten Zep Orbit with a good time. It can't be done. Have you seen our amazing otter dance troupe of the T-Rex King, dedicated Wham 64, Star Vortiger, and the Scarlet KM? Have you thrown as many grenades as Golden God, 1562, Carver 2782, We Noble, and Basically Salt, basically NACL? Have you? I'm not sure you have. And have you sought the approval of Deacon, as we all truly do in our hearts, Definitely. like PP Pipe and the Lord Master Chaos? Because if you haven't, I think you should go to patreon.com slash TTAH. And you too can be on our list of lovely patrons that we enjoy chatting with in our Discord, giving them the top secret things that, you know, maybe they exist, maybe they don't, and uh, beautiful icons to go with their names because everyone needs their own neon sign. So use proudly in Discord in game or just to, you know, brag to your friends that you got cool things and they don't. And as always, Guardians, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are paired to Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one response in real life. Your Lore Scribe, I saw him this week. I arrest him in game. He's out there somewhere. It's not Arf, maybe? Maybe? Arf, Arf, come back to us. You should email the show at two Titans and a Hunter at hotmail.com. We're on Twitter. As long as Twitter exists at two Titans underscore Hunter. That's the number two. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and everywhere else in the entire world. That's two Titans and a Hunter. And that's the number two, all spelled out T W O. No numbers, two Titans and a Hunter. You know how the search bar works. We believe in you. You can find us. You found us here. You can find us there. You should find all your favorite guardians dancing in the tower and uh, try their best pirate voices and being told, no, stop that. Stop talking like a pirate. Quit it. You should listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. Watch the show on YouTube and really just go to Two Titans and a Hunter and it will tell you about all the places you can find us. And again, if you want to join the Otter Dance Troop, thread us with a good time, or you're seeking the approval of the Almighty Deacon, you should join our Patreon at patreon.com slash TTAH. If you want to watch this show live, which happens, yeah, you know, it happens when it happens. Twitch.tv slash no one response in real life. Also, there's a certain British gentleman who streams every, mostly every Wednesday at twitch.tv slash two Titans and a Hunter. Really, this is where I should tell you, you should go there. To both of those Twitch links, hit the button, hit the notification. There's another reason you should be doing this. You should hit those things so you can be notified when the streams happen, when the show happens, and you can listen live to hear all the uncut stuttering and sputtering over all the words we're trying to say. And friends, reading is hard, but it is also fundamental. And this, friends, I leave you with any closing thoughts from my lovely co-hosts, but until next week, we'll see you later. Deuces! Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. That's right.